is a mobile IV infusion group. Uh, they can do everything from cold and flu, COVID uh, regeneration, fat burners, more energy, B12 injections, uh, prenatal care for all your rough days, athlete recovery, and the hangover cure. Guys, first off, I went to school with this dude who uh, has this place now or is part of it, Mr. Justin Frost. Thank you for being a sponsor. And uh, let me tell you, they do weddings. They'll come to your house. They come to your office. They'll come to wherever, maybe even your podcast studio. And uh, I just want to tell the folks over at Alive and Well Hydration, I plan on using y'all. Uh, heck, I'm gonna have to with the way that my year's going, or the way that my year's gonna end anyway. So y'all do me a favor. Y'all go look up Alive and Well Hydration here in Middle Georgia now. New with us this month is C. Martin Construction. My buddy, Dennis Farmer's granddaddy, started it back when he was 16 years old, and my buddy Dennis took it over here recently. They offer everything from site prep, uh, demolition, pond digging, grading, land clearing. Uh, my buddy Dennis is cool as hell. Y'all make sure y'all go check them out at C. Martin Construction. They have a money-back guaranteed uh, if you don't like their service, then they'll make it right with you. I know these folks personally, and as far as construction goes, I think you'll be in damn good hands. So give my guy a call now at 478-283-1246. Call Mr. Dennis Farmer at C. Martin Construction now. How about some cowboy stuff? My buddy, old friend, Chris Sapp, owner of Desperado & Company over at the Pooler Tanger Outlet Mall. They are in Suite 611. They offer all kind of Western wear. Boots, toddlers, youth, women's, men's, everything. They have Ariat wallets, phone cases, men and women's jewelry, uh, Montana silversmith, belt buckles, Ariat belts for men. They offer Clinch. Ariat and Wrangler are their main brands of clothes. Lots of exotic boots. Uh, guys, I saw some of the stuff that they're bringing me and some of the stuff I get to try on. Let me tell you, there's a lot of great Western wear places that are up in Nashville that I get to go to. This place compares to every single one of them. So what I need you guys to do is look up Desperado and Company, Chris Sapp. Their phone number is 912-604-0389. Go check them out. 
get all turquoise the hell up, get all westerned up, look like a cowboy cowgirl. Western fashion is the coolest shit to me, by the way. And uh, the fact that they're on board as a sponsor now, I can't wait to try on some of the stuff that he has sent me and everything that they have sent me in pictures uh, to get my size in. Dude, it's all banging. It's all awesome. So look up Desperado and Company now. Mr. Chris Sapp, once again, the Puller Tanger Outlet Mall Suite 611. Let me tell you about the wonderful Miss Vicky down at Dolly's Delights. This time of year is when every one of y'all are looking for something to give your co-workers, your friends, your family, whatever, whoever. And let me tell you, she does these wonderful gift baskets. She brought me one to the studio yesterday. She wanted to change her ad up a little bit, and she wanted to give me a preview of what you guys can get. Now, look, I got some great candy, also some other cool things for men, and plus, I guess you knew I like candles. She obviously went all out for this basket, trying to uh, put on a good show for me, and she did. So, everybody that is associated with Raising Grace Studio will be getting one of these gift baskets for the holidays, and I recommend you guys get them, too. Now, she told me that this is one of the more expensive ones, but if you don't feel like spending a whole lot of money on one, she's got some for around 30 40 bucks as well, and she can supply your whole office, your whole school, whatever. So, Miss Vicky at Dolly's Delights, thank you. If you want to get in touch with her now, call her at 478-231-7237 or go visit her at 5122 3rd Avenue, Eastman, Georgia. Now, a couple days ago, I did a show with Miss Lori from Lori's Dive-In over in Alamo. She brought me and Gracie all types of food, even a keto pizza, a cauliflower pizza. I've never ate anything like that before in my life. And let me tell you, it was banging. The wings were amazing. She does this special mix-up with lemon pepper and buffalo, and it's out of this world. Her wings are cooked better than almost any place I've ever been um, let's see what else did she bring us. She brought us fried Oreos. She brought us fried pickles. Uh, the barbecue was awesome. The hamburger was banging. When you go there too, folks, you can go back and listen to the whole episode between me and her. Her staff is awesome. You feel like you're at home. It's just the best little place around. I know whenever we go through Alamo or I'm going down 16, I'm going to divert myself to go get lunch there. Y'all, please go check her out. Her phone number is 912-568-1645. It's on Commerce Street over in Alamo. You can't miss it. It's Lori's Dive-In. Go get fed good. Go get treated good. You're not going to get better service from better people anywhere around here. So go check her out now. Thank y'all for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast. Uh, I want to give a, a big thank you before we start the show. They're going to be on the show tomorrow, but I want to make sure I don't say it wrong. They're a sponsor for the show this month, but it's Alive and Well Hydration. Um, Justin and Jason, thank you all very much for being a sponsor this month. But they just came and hooked me up with all kind of fluids, Gypsy too, and uh, I feel pretty fucking good. I'm not going to lie. With me on the show today for our fourth day of Christmas is uh, Gypsy, Neil, Mullis, and Cam Harden. Uh, I'm glad y'all come hang out for a little bit. Um, now that we're done talking shit about women that have been on uh, Yellowstone, um, yeah, we can we can get down to business. It could probably be its own show. I, could talk, I can talk some Yellowstone. It's one of the sure. few shows. 
I'm just a big Kevin Costner fan, though. Like, I like anything that Kevin Costner does. I just think he's the fucking goat. We've talked about this. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Kevin Costner is just a G to me. I'd rather watch him, him and Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall is always going to be like my my one. Gus. Cause, Gus. Because I'm a lonesome dove fucking fanatic. Same. Uh, yeah. I was talking to somebody about that earlier. Somebody sent me a quote from Lonesome Dove earlier trying to get my attention. And I was like, that's the way to go about it. I hate rude <laughs> behavior in a man. A boy. Dominate it. Man, shit. What did this girl say to me earlier today? Let me find it. Um, oh, yeah. Because I quote it on the <laughs> fucking show all the time. Again. It's if you want one thing too badly, it's bound to be a disappointment when you get it. Yeah. He's talking about buttermilk and mm. all that type of shit and everything. If you want it too much when you get it, it's bound to be a disappointment. God, I like that shit. But anyway, so I invited all y'all out today. Neil called me at lunch. And and uh, I guess it wasn't lunch. It was lunch for me. Ish. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I go through my little pissy spells. And lately, I just keep finding myself like being just more of a fucking asshole. And people just rubbing me wrong. And so I figured like on the show today, we could kind of talk about it. Because uh, Neil wanted to know like right off the bat who I was talking about. And it, it, it is someone in particular, but it's also a generalized statement. So I'm going to read some of it, and we'll talk about it, and then we'll just fucking snowball. So uh, I put on Facebook last night, a selfish person will always be spotted in a room full of selfless people. Um, the second I realize that you only think of yourself and that you only have your best interest at heart, I will cut you off without explanation. There are too many good people in this world. There's a lot of them in this room right now. Um to be surrounded by people that will stab you in the back just to get what they want, especially when you have people that will sacrifice themselves for you. You don't have to keep your circle small, but you do owe it yourself to keep it honest. And uh, I started getting messages from folks whenever I, I post that or whatever, um, and they, they automatically want to know the fuck I was talking about, one. But second, it was just where I didn't realize a lot of people put up with other folks that they don't have to and they don't know how to like break it off with them. So like every once in a while people will ask me like my advice on that. How if you got somebody toxic in your life to get fucking rid of? And like I want to be the most toxic one of all my friends. Neil, I probably owe Neil more than fucking a lot of folks. He's helped me out with a lot of shit and it seems like every time he asks me to do something, I end up being a shitty friend and not helping. Uh <laughs> look at him, he's like, yeah. I'm just not good sometimes at, at keeping I, up with shit. Some of the things I ask you to do are beyond your capability. You're mainly being asked to come there for moral support. Yeah, see, he knows I'm not a man. Is it like math homework or something? It's like manual labor. Oh, yeah, pretty much same. anything manual. <laughs> yeah, he he knows that I am a bitch. Um, but there's also been times like he's invited me to do fun shit, and then something comes up where I can't do it. I don't know. I feel like that's, I'm a shitty friend sometimes for that stuff. But uh, but Most any time it's just to come eat. Well, you do cook for me. You cook for me a lot more than I've cooked for you. Yeah, and I appreciate it. But that. you are doing some damn good cooking. I thought, uh, aside from the greasy ass hot dogs you cooked the other night, some of that shit you cook on Snapchat. If you ever fail at this, I know what your second job could be. Being a fat. Was that the one with the onions? Yeah. Yeah. What I do you mean greasy ass hot dogs? Eat were fucking I eat like straight onions. onions. Don't, you don't like onions? No, bread. No, I love meat, onions. Ketchup. I don't like onions unless they're fucking almost burnt. I can't. They have to be almost burnt, and they're really good then. But you have what a lot of men like myself don't have, and that's creativity. Yeah. See, if I'm a, if I'm in charge of cooking supper, 
it's pork chops and beans. I mean, that's nothing wrong with that. that sounds... Maybe, maybe I want to get frisky a little barbecue sauce. <laughs> I had to learn how to cook. Like, I just had to learn how to cook because you know you get stationed in a lot of places where you can't have a grill outside on your patio, or you can't have yeah. this and apartment complexes and stuff. So I had to figure out how to get give a frying pan. Well, I had Gracie's mom for the longest time, and that bitch couldn't boil water. Like, so I had I already liked cooking, but I had to learn how to do a whole lot more. And uh, now I'm actually pretty good. I used to watch those uh, like uh, videos of uh, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, when he was just cooking in his kitchen in the house, and I was like, "Damn, it, he makes it look easy." It is it fun is when you, you have just... the space. Like, yeah. how do you I live cook in, a van, in your van? So, um, I usually just go out to eat once a day, but if I do, I have a burner in there. So if I need to cook something, it's usually oodles and noodles. That's why I'm so skinny. That sounds horrible. But if I have, I a love place, noodles. I don't get like, me wrong. I just couldn't like eat it when for I go meal. up to Maine and I have like my daughter's house or uh, my ex husband's house or whatever. I I'll go in there and fucking cook up a storm all week. I say I would cook for you again, but I cooked for you last night and you burped and farted on me. I farted on you we every night this week. Compliment. I have farted. No, I that, that, on every like, I don't know what made me sick last night as we were sitting here doing. <laughs> it was like probably a live, my burps for sure. And that fucking something hit my gut horrible. It was the tequila too. You had some tequila last night. I do like. Don't tequila. you dare. Blame the tequila, tequila usually don't fuck me up that bad. It was a smell. It was probably my breath from your burgers. They were mm. good burgers, though. They were. Cool. I kept burping it up. I could. I was like, whew. For sure. Anywho, back to the topic <laughs> at hand to start off with, because I don't know how the fuck we yeah, just... Now I'm hungry, too. Yeah, we just... Yeah, I'm, that's exactly what I'm sitting my fat <laughs> ass over here thinking. <laughs> I was like, do I really want to record a show, or do I want to go to La Cabana and get some tequila in me? A little bit of both. Uh, yeah. It'd be just nice once, because I was about even just said this idea. I was going to be like, hey, I'll buy, I'll buy dinner for everybody. Let's go get a margarita and some uh, some food from La Cabana. But you know what happens? Mm-hmm. Every time I say that I'm going to do like a few minutes of a show or half a show, then I'm going to go have a couple of drinks and come back and finish the show. You never I think finish funny. the show after. I have yet to do it. No. That idea has happened 10 times. There's even a couple shows that I only uploaded half of it. Because I just I, once I start, I can't stop. I go I go down a very dark road very quickly. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, uh, selfish people. Me. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out something to you guys, and I, I just wanna I wanna get y'all's opinion on it because this kind of where it came from. So I recently got a deal. Uh, I shouldn't say a deal. I recently came into an agreement with Live Oak up in Nashville, and I don't want that deal fucked up or whatever. So, like, there's people around us that may be or maybe not 21. And the owner, I don't want to put them in a bad situation to where, like, they could lose their liquor license or get in trouble because of me. So, I've told people, don't give a fuck what you do. Don't go to Live Oak. And then you kind of find out that people might have went to Live Oak. And that's where I'm like, you know what? When folks, they're just so fucking selfish they don't think about like you on a business that they'd rather have fun right like you've been there for folks you've helped folks you you know like i'm starting to get now to where i'm just cutting people off left and right you have to the people that i like are in this room and i got some more folks that obviously can't be here but even i and i'm gonna call some of my buddies out right now um the other night for uh for one of my buddies golf we went on a golf trip last weekend we ended up going to Kerrigan's. Some of my buddies got kicked out. And it's like, my fucking name's on that back wall. Like, if I was going to do any concerts or any events here, like, 
I just got to watch it. Like, I love those folks, and I hate that they got kicked out because I don't think it was their fault. But there's times that I have to sit down. I got to shut up even when I want to speak up because I don't want to fuck up one of my friends. Right. And like I just don't, I just don't think a lot of people have that mindset. They'd rather make themselves happy or do what they think is right. I don't. Is that a is that maturity or is yeah. it literally just good sense? I think it's good sense, and it's the fact that if you know you're with somebody that's offering you to come with them and hang out with them. I mean, I say things that are wild and crazy sometimes, but I also kind of monitor how he's acting in a room or my friends in general are acting and how I should kind of behave, even though I'm a wild child. I, I kind of know how to limit myself on these things. I think I want to say common that it's sense, good I think. sense because yeah. I grew up, you know, we all grew up in small towns. Yeah, I was being being like in a family that was kind of in the – in the small town public eye, he had to be very cognizant of what words out there. What that mean? You had to make sure that you weren't fucking up all the time. Right. Like you, yeah. you had to be very careful. I mean, and it was a small town, and everything is not even perception. What it what it looks yeah. like is what it is, and there's no way to prove it wrong or right. So at some point, you had to establish a pretty good sense, you know. And I think that the maturity part of it probably comes when you recognize when people don't have good sense to kind of separate yourself from them try yeah. to help them yeah you try to but it's I, condescending sometimes I, when you try to calm yeah. people down i got certain friends that i would take with me to nashville to be in certain rooms with me and i got some that wouldn't and i hate that because like the people that i wouldn't people I have amazing times with here and i feel like it makes me look like an asshole no like that i don't invite people to certain places yeah, that's how I feel. That's how like I've kind of felt lately. Like oh, I'm kind of a dick. I haven't invited this person to go do this with me, but then like I don't want to be looking over my shoulder the whole time. Like what the fuck are they doing? You want to think it's just a conversation away with that person that it would it's solve not. it, but it wouldn't. It's not. It's never because yeah. uh, those are the kind of people you don't want in your life. Then if you cannot right. sit down and have a grown ass conversation with a person and be like, hey, I want to invite you to this. Unfortunately, this these actions yeah. are, and if, and if they don't accept that as a conversation, they're not a true friend. A true friend would be like, oh my God, I didn't mean to upset you or I didn't mean to cause that for a problem for you. I tried to have a grown-ass conversation with somebody the other day, uh, a younger lady. Boy, let me tell you, I realized right then, I can't be around this fucking person. When, no offense, Gypsy. Women are already hot-headed as fuck anyway. Um... Oh, your phone's going off. Yeah, I thought he was asking for a beer. It, it never anyway, uh, I couldn't even talk to this, like, give this person my opinion. That goes back to maturity again. Yeah, and this is like, why the fuck are you around me then? I think I've, I think a lot of people around here don't like me anymore, or that used to be what we considered friends. I get it all the time. It's like, oh, you think you're you're better? No, you can come hang out at the studio. You can do stupid shit with me whenever you want to, but I'm not gonna put you. In a situation where it's going to make me look stupid. But I think I might have used to been that way. I think my buddies, and like the first time that I got super fucked up and I was in Nashville and I was talking to Ashley McBride for a few minutes, I had to have like somebody pull me away because I was, I was slurring. I never was like, dude, you can't, you can't do that. I like, can't be aggravating. It gives you, ever since then, it took one time with me though to not want to do it anymore. That's smart. The smart ones learn from either one mistake, but the really smart ones learn from other people's mistakes. Well, I think it's different when it's business. Like, I'm trying... Totally, yeah, I was going to get to that. Totally different. Yeah, like, I'm trying to have fun, 
but also too, Neil and me have been shit faced in this room recording shows. I can get him fucked up as he wants to be. He's not gonna say anything to fuck me up on the show. He might have said one slick thing one time that was really, really funny. Uh you you remember it was something jockey. And we were talking about some uh you have do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Oh, a camel jockey. Yeah, there you go. Say it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh but we was it was good. It was it was very good. But we've made a lot of edgy jokes on here. We've talked a lot of shit on here. And I think it's fine. But it's different when it's on here. I wouldn't I wouldn't even think Neil would do that if we was in public. I would. Never mind. <laughs> I wouldn't say something I wouldn't say to your face. You're right. right. I'm the same way. But like you wouldn't do okay, let me put it that's that. a particular that's group of people. There's a particular group of people in the world that hate us. Yeah. Doesn't matter how nice we are to them, they hate us. So why the hell would I feel bad about calling them some derogative name? There's no telling. I don't know what they're saying because usually yeah. it comes out. I mean, they, you know, I don't know what they the do. They do what? They, you know, they chop their Swahili? lips. Swahili? You know exactly what he just said. Yeah. So anyway, there's a lot. There's a group of people in the world that hate us that we haven't done a damn thing to. Me yeah. personally, I haven't. I don't know what. They up in DC did to him, but I ain't done shit to you. Okay, well, let me say. So, anyway, let me say yeah. this in a different way. Then, if you was in a room with one of the veteran organizations that I work with, though, and you saw someone there that might look like one of these people, you wouldn't just outright be ugly to them, though. I wouldn't be ugly to them unless it fit their profile. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. If they're not a, but I don't even think them. that if if it was in a room that was more business than fun, I still think you would bite your tongue. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sitting around talking shit, drinking, and it depends on yeah. who's around. If everybody's that's what I mean. being, if everybody's being honest and everybody kind of knows, you know. Yeah, you wouldn't when I like you even if we put the roles in reverse and you's like, hey Josh, we're having a Christmas party for your job, and I got there and it was somebody that I completely despised or hated there. You would expect me to be on my best behavior because it was work related around you. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. not gonna tell my boss, "Hey, you egotistical son of a bitch, what we're gonna do about our holiday pay this week?" Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. Yeah, but naturally, business is business. Yeah, but if we're sitting around just talking shit, then yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. Like yeah. you're you're not the one that's going to jeopardize somebody else's career unless they ask me. Okay. I like that about him. A, I, I like a, it. That's a pretty good stance. That is. Hey, I look, like that. We, what was it that time that we was I'm doing I'm not going to give my opinion unless you ask it. There but don't go. ask it if you don't want the that's 100% exactly right. truth. If you don't want to know that's what a, I that's think, a tough one too because I'm, I'm almost overly nice because I've been in customer service and stuff for so yeah. long. It's a thing that gets inside you. You don't know how to get out of it. The only time that I've realized that I've flipped my asshole switch and like revert back to just military and just want to lose it on somebody is someone in customer service. Yeah. And if they're doing a shit job, I just want to punch me, them. Me and Gracie punch have this conversation throat. so much. She gets mad at me the way that I conduct myself at restaurants. Like, but those people are in customer service to me. Yeah. I mean, I worked in a bunch of restaurants yeah. in college. It's, yeah, and it's like... You gotta have a thing. You can't have a shitty fucking attitude. No, no. And regardless of what customers... Like, if I was your boss and I saw you fucking acting this way while you're serving my food or taking my order or whatever, I would fire your bitch ass in a heartbeat. Gracie, I'm trying to teach her, you don't have to put up with that. I went but to there's the, another aspect on that, too, because you really don't know what somebody is going through at that moment in time. They could just be having 
a really shitty day. Seriously? Their mother could have died yep. that day. I'll, I'll tell stuff you what, like that. you're right about that, but go to Subway and Cochran any day of the week. <laughs> no. Or McDonald's. Or McDonald's. <laughs> well, McDonald's. Or or we or fuck yeah. There's not a there's not a fast food place here in Cochran. You go to DGR's, you're gonna get treated okay. You go to Scott's, you're gonna get treated great. Shout so out to Jess Darcy. End, where does it end though? Because so if somebody's having a shit day, that's because somebody else ahead of them Had caused them day. to have a shit day. Mm. You're right. So eventually you got to just nail it down. Somebody woke up and chose to be a dickhead. You just You're right. You and a lot of people person. do and choose they, to be a they, dickhead. They have fucked up everybody else's Who But, but then are they supposed to be them. nice to us if we come in there and we're having a shit day, though? No, I wouldn't put up with it. Yeah, so if you're in customer service, I think that shit's supposed to go out the window. That's part of your job. Though. Yeah, exactly. So that's the way I look at that's it. That's what separates the men from the boys, <laughs> women from the girls. <laughs> right. The proud of few. If you're in customer service, you know... You were trying to think of a way to say the mother ones. I was. (laughs) (laughs) When you're in customer service, you have to know that... The camels from the jockeys. Half of your phone calls are are not going to be good. Oh, God. I've got to be the worst person ever if I'm pissed off and I have to call like Verizon or anywhere that that you're not going to talk to somebody who speaks the same language as me as their first language. I'm telling you. I, I wouldn't want to. I wish there was a button that when you call a company like that, it just says, look, I'm a dick. Just let me talk to someone in English. Yeah, don't, nothing don't, against your nationality. Yeah, no, no. Let somebody that speaks your language or let somebody who's not a dickhead talk to you. Mm-hmm. Don't don't let me talk to you. You might be buying something and you ain't got a clue what the hell they said. You just, no, I, mean, I don't understand. Don't know how your day's going. If you're you like when they always... and you're ready to get it over with, yeah, 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 go ahead, yeah. They uh, always yeah, give you a name that you know damn well ain't their name. Oh, yeah. You, ah, you're speaking fucking with, Habib you're speaking is with like, Matthew. my name no, is Jack. <laughs> no, it's not. No, fuck your name is not Jack. <laughs> That's uh, right. Yeah. Like, Neil's Equ- like, you know that motherfucker rode his camel to work. E- e- Equifax. Two years ago, Equifax locked my credit down. They locked it down. Why? I don't know. We still don't know. Um, and let me tell you, Equifax, that, that's a bitch to call. That, I mean, to get in touch with anybody that speaks English is, is a son of a bitch. But I tried. I called every 1-800 number that they had on the website. And I called the Atlanta office and got in touch with the security guard. I was desperate. I was trying to buy a truck. Yeah. And when the credit union run my credit, it just showed dashes, zero, like it was gone. Yeah. I was like, wait, wait a minute now. <laughs> I pay my bills on time. I pay my bills on time. My shit's good. Why is my credit locked out? And. Like you said, somebody that can't speak a lick of English, every time I call, I talk to them like, look, I'm sorry. I'm losing my patience here, so don't take this the wrong way. I need English. I need to talk to somebody that speaks English. And they transfer me, transfer me, transfer me. I mean, this is a week yeah. I go through this shit. And I'm finally, I'm like, I swear to God, if you're not a manager, I'm hanging up and trying again. Boy, you know what gets me about them, too? is you tell them, I want to speak to your supervisor, they transfer you to the motherfucker sitting next to them. Yep. And you know, you know good and damn well, all you have to do is speak to a superior of theirs, and they're going to fix whatever is wrong. Anytime I've actually got to somebody that was a manager or a superior or whatever, whatever my issue was that I knew that could be fixed, was fixed. Ironically, mm-hmm. it was a Karen. Yeah. Like, I always find my way to a Karen. She's like, I got this. Click, click, click. See you later. 
Yeah. She hates her job. She don't want to talk to you, yeah. but she knows what to do. It's like yeah. a four-minute yeah. job. Click. Yeah, I, I've had to go through that shit with the studio with PayPal. Let me tell you, calling PayPal might be the worst shit on the planet. They decide, oh, no, we're not only going to freeze your PayPal account, but we're going to freeze your bank account that's linked to it, too. You what? guys are not my pals at all. No. It's a shit name. Yeah, have you ever dealt with this? No. PayPal, because it's linked to your bank account. If they find a problem with what you're doing, they will report and lock their account, your PayPal account, but then they'll call your bank or they'll do something to where the bank freezes your card. See, I don't do much through PayPal. I think Uber's. That's it. Yeah. Fuck PayPal. Yeah. If you're listening to this, though, keep my account open. But no, because <laughs> like anytime I do something, I, people send you money on there or whatever. It happened earlier this summer. Somebody sent me $1,500 for something. I can't remember what it was. And they sent it as friends and family. Or they sent it as a reverse. It's goods and services. Right. So, like, because I didn't put a tracking number in, or I didn't tell with PayPal whatever the fuck that money was for, they were like, no, no, we're locking it down. And it's like, motherfucker. What I mean, with this show, there's people that pay me for advertisement spots. Right. Like, I shouldn't have to tell you every time something is sent to me. I shouldn't provide you an invoice, and I'm providing the company with or the people that... This is fucking stupid. And explaining that to someone that does not speak English is what a What the fuck? Is it, like, is it like IRS agents that moonlight as PayPal accounts? Uh, I got scared as fuck when I got here today because I had a letter from the IRS. Cool. Yeah, you never want those, right, no. as a no. business owner? Or just whoever. You just don't fucking want one. A let, letter, by the way. Yeah, it was like, a letter. How? They, it was, well, they don't call you if it's really the IRS. They don't call right. you. They do send you a letter. Yeah. Sent me a letter, and they that? was like, by the way, Mr. Terry, if you would like us to help you get health insurance, we will. And I was like, I'm good. Oh, that's good. Maybe I got one, too. I won't freak out so bad. If yeah. I, I, opened, I saw it, and I was like, God damn, it ain't even the end of the year yet. I haven't even filed my taxes. I've already I paid know, my taxes I know year. we paid them last year. <laughs> well, me having a business, though, I can claim a loss for like three fucking years. And honestly, it's been like a, it's been a loss with everything I've had to spend to this point. So I was like, okay, I hadn't even told y'all this year how fucked I was, but you're already just sending me something. And then I was like, no, nah, we'll help you with your insurance. Mm. I can't wait with all these uh, IRS agents that were just hired. Wasn't like seventy thousand. I get nauseous. I get just nauseous when you talk about taxes in general. I am so sick and tired of taxes. Yeah. Well, you saw where uh, Senor Biden said the other day that if you didn't make $400,000 a year, that you were fixing to get the best tax breaks you had ever gotten in your yeah, life. Yeah, that'll if be nice. If, if you fall if into the categories. A, if you're below another income. He said he, under 400000 No, he he jacked the taxes up on on middle class. Really, honestly, you're, you're in another tax. I'm in a 23% tax bracket now. Yeah. There ain't no 10% no more. It's 20, 23% of my yearly earnings go to them. I just will never understand taxes. God, oh, it makes me so I hate I hate that I went down the, like, the QAnon rabbit hole a couple years ago, and it was like explaining to you why taxes are illegal. In the yeah, first, yeah and, I don't want to get historic on you, but damn, isn't that why yeah. we left Britain? Yeah. Fuck. Taxes are by everything that is in... Any declaration or whatever that our country said, taxes are illegal as fuck. I'm fine with taxes, and here's here, but to an amount. I'm fine with paying state taxes 
if the money goes towards roads and state parks and I will pay to right. live in Georgia. Yeah. As long as everybody else does too. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I'll pay to live in the United States as long as everybody else does too. Where you lose me on taxes is where somebody who doesn't work gets a tax break for not working. Y'all talk exactly. for a minute. I'm about to piss myself. That's where you lose me. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. I, I'll pay to live here. Yeah. I'll pay, but I, you know, I feel like they ought to cut it off. If you pay ten thousand dollars, right? That's it. That's your dues. You, yeah. You've done it. Right. Nothing more. Right. I think it should be like ten percent across the board. Everybody exactly. pays ten percent. Everybody doesn't matter what your income is. You pay ten percent of that. Yep. So I'm sorry if you make five hundred dollars a year, you're paying fifty bucks. Yeah. I mean, okay, let, 50 bucks out of 500. They've Ain't got that to much. the point now to where they're letting these multi-billion dollar corporations, they have extended how many write-offs they'll let them have. If you're middle class, you take the standard deduction, and that's I, it. I think churches should have to pay taxes, too. Stop. Yeah, you can't make I do. Do you really? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, okay, I think Joel Epstein... Or Austin, where the fuck his name is, all those mega churches. Absolutely, I think. You'll, hey, listen, you want me to tell you how many people are really doing it for the Lord? If you put some taxes in it, yep. and they gotta, they gotta stand for what they're making. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have a lot less of them preachers abs- finding Jesus. I know. I don't think. Let me make sure I say this the right way. I don't think like a Greston Baptist Church or s- like smaller churches. I don't think they should have to pay. I, the reason I think this is because I just made a statement when you we were in the bathroom peeing yeah. is the fact that I think everybody should just pay 10%. Whatever your income is, I don't care what your income I don't bracket dis- is. I don't trust me. I don't disagree with and that And I think churches all. should have to pay taxes too, and that would be 10%. But the, re- the reason why that doesn't work is you're going to get people that can't afford to give 10%. And so that's why they added 10%. up to the people that make more money to where you have to pay. You have to pick up their slack. They can afford it at the cash register. Yeah. But we both know, or all of us know, there's a lot of people out there. They've got the, the food stamp cards. they got the government assistance or whatever. Right. There's a lot of people on that shit that we yeah. have to pick up their slack. I mean, we and shouldn't I don't, have to. I don't, I don't mind giving to those people. I don't mind my taxes, the federal oh, taxes. I, do. I don't want to give them a goddamn no, thing. I, no, listen, this is my philosophy on it because I used to work three jobs. You should yeah. have to be at least working or really disabled in order oh, to get that I, I, I don't I, feel like you should be able to sit home and pop out 600 babies and then yeah. keep getting $600 a month for fucking your kid. I don't well, think that's cool. You want to talk about starting a fucking shitstorm? When I worked in radio, <laughs> we got on this subject. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm fine with somebody getting government assistance, but there ought to be programs set up to where, let's say you're just kind of a waste of life or you can't find a good job, whatever. Somehow you got government assistance. You ought to have to do community service. You, you, you ought to have to fucking graffiti, pick up trash, all this stuff. It ought to be where, even though you're receiving res, um, assistance from the government, your community right. ought to be stellar. Right. Like it, it ought to, like it would trickle down to where, well, prisoners wouldn't have to do this. You got other stuff that'll be opened up for vets. You got other programs that are open up. You don't have to pay prisons or whatever to go fucking clean streets or whatever it is. It, it would even it out to where there's probably more money in the community if mm-hmm. you did that way. Yeah. And also, this is what also it would do. The people who were just lazy fucks, they'd end up just having to get a job and they wouldn't be mooching off the government anymore because right. they wouldn't want to do that shit. Right. Now, if anybody that's disabled, 
or anything like that. Like I'm fine with yeah, the government me too. helping you. Me too. But we all know those waste, those pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Like you said, popping out babies. It makes you question why I even try. You know what I mean? Like why even? Why? I mean, why? Because it why makes you a good person, so and you can know that you are a good person. Because I so- mean, I I have worked, I have made more money in overtime this year than I have made on my straight time. Yeah. I feel like. What do you end up keeping from that? Like twenty, thirty percent. By the you time taxes, it, I'll just put it out there. I've made a hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah, I've netted sixty. Oof, that's fucking tough. That is. God damn, that's tough. It's gross. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's I, gross. And it, it's just like, why, why even do it? I mean, you, you, you work extra hours to make money to bring home to save, save yeah. money, savings account. You know, cost of living's high as hell. All that stuff. It's funny that this song's playing. Oh, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that it, was it, intentional. Yeah. I know. It's, it's great but, that this song's actually older though. Like, if anybody wants to make a difference, make it to where. If a man chooses to work overtime, don't tax his overtime. Right. Because that's his extra time away from home that he's choosing to work yeah. to make extra money. That's It's bullshit. To help his fucking family. Yeah. And then I have to drive past all these other son of a bitches in the middle of the day that's just lollygagging around, that's, swapping food stamps at yeah. the gas station for beer. That shit makes me mad. Boy, there ain't nothing that fucking pisses me <laughs> off more than, like, it's one of those slack weeks on your check. Or you, no, no, I don't think anybody in here is. I know all of us at one t- point in time has probably struggled financially. Yes. But it, one of those weeks where, hey, I can't buy exactly what I want at the grocery store, and you get up to that fucking checkout, and you got a motherfucker that's in front of you that you know, and you know that this motherfucker ain't working. And they got lobster. Mm-hmm. They got steak. They got shrimp. They got all the stuff that I can't b- buy. But the government's like, here, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, if that know, EBT your power bill might be a little bit high this month. We ain't gonna eat steak tonight. I'm gonna get yeah. a pack of chicken. Yeah. And then you got this other son of a bitch that's got a buggy full, and they just they bitch about. I I seen this one woman. It's not been that long ago. She had a buggy full. I had half a buggy. Yep. It was two hundred bucks. Yeah. God knows how much her buggy was. Nothing. She bitched about having to come out of pocket ten bucks. I'd have slapped I, I, wanted to, I wanted to throw the buggy at her. I really did. I just wanted to throw my buggy at her. I did. But that's what fucking happens when the government's your daddy. Selfish. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That shit. I'm telling you. I get I get irate. I'll tell you one that's always got me, too, is I can't stand. You got folks like you that have worked their fucking ass off. You got farmers. Mm-hmm. You got all these people around here that have just busted their ass their whole life and and you probably go get along, but you got like these farmers and shit that have just done so much, fed so many people, clothed so many people. They're just not appreciated for their job that they do. And they can't get fucking loans. They can't get no assistance. And they'd be the one that actually would go broke trying to pay it back and actually pay it back. But then you get these, this worthless piece of shit that I know we're going to give them a loan. Here's a Mm -hmm. funny thought. If they would just let us keep what we earn, we wouldn't have to get a loan. Yeah, but then they'd have to make their own money. Oh. Oh, That's scary there. Oh, they'd have to work. Somebody would have to go to work, wouldn't they? Yeah. So if if there's two people like you're talking about go up for a loan, right? That's that's the system in my head is because the people that you say are definitely going to get the loan, why are they going to get the loan? Interest rate. Yeah. That interest rate is going to be sky fucking high, uh, and yeah. the banks are going to make all the money in the world. Yeah. You give it to that farmer, 
they know farmers gonna pay it back. Yeah. They just know, right? And they can write it off and it's part of a business. And it makes sense. Right? So they're not gonna they're not gonna get that much off the top. But you give it to this one person, they got twelve percent interest, the bank's making bank. Yeah. That's all it's all one big circle jerk. Yeah. All yeah. of it. I, I wish that somebody would come along and fucking change the system though. I wish it would. I wish I wish almost you could split the country down the middle. And you could say, Hey, from Texas to California, well I would want to keep Texas, but from the other side of Texas <laughs> to California, you send all these people that want to live off the government. You send all these folks that just don't give a fuck about their job or whatever they're doing. Send them over there, let them do whatever, and then just give the rest of the country to us. And just let everybody work, keep what they earn, and see which one ends up being a nicer side of the country. I, well, think, the problem, you, I think you just set up the prequel to Hunger Games. No, I hope it ends up being that way. The, the problem is too many people have made too much money off of other people. Right. Yeah, right. no shit. Yes. So, you know, the railroad strike thing, right? Everybody, some people heard about it. I, I saw it a made, couple TikTok videos about it, but I didn't understand what was going on. Well, I kept up with it pretty hard. And if you really want to know what's going on in D.C., watch C-SPAN. Yeah, because it's boring. There's, there's no, there's no reporters talking on the side. There's no interviews. It's just live feed of inside the, inside the Senate, inside Straight the news. House, and all that. And everything they get on Fox News and CNN, MSC, it's a joke. Because I watched Bernie Sanders walk into Senate, and meet Mitch McConnell with three bags of Subway, and you had Nancy pop in real quick and hug up on this. Jordan, this I'm I'm trying to think of all the big names that yeah. go on there and say they hate each other. It's a joke. It's a show. Yeah. I don't want to get too deep, but if we really want to fix anything, kill the fucking two party system. Oh, the two party system. It's all a nothing but money. It's yeah. money, yeah. money, money, money. Yep. It's just banks. All, well, it just, all it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. It hasn't made sense to me for the longest time because I've seen some Republicans, some super conservative people that say shit, and I'm like. I wouldn't vote for you. Like I don't. I don't much care for you. Listen, the politicians—they're—they're—they they're, they make a living saying and doing the things that they don't even believe in. Yeah, because they literally puppets. just picked a party, and if you pick a party, you have to believe all of the major five things in that party. And if you don't, then you're fucked. There's something wrong with you. No one's gonna vote for you, right? Look yeah. at the shit show we just went through this summer. Yeah. I've always voted Republican, and I will just because I can't stand half shit Democrats do, but. Look at the Republicans going on a witch hunt about abortion. I'm sorry. I don't wake up in the morning yeah. and think about abortion. I don't. It's never going to affect me. I don't yeah. like it, but it doesn't affect me. As long as I'm not paying for it with my tax dollars, I don't care what somebody else Well, I, I'll right. take it one step further. I don't care about it, and I, I think we're all Christians in this room or whatever, but it also, like, I believe... I'm not supposed to tell you what the fuck to do with your body because I don't want you telling me what to do with mine. Exactly. Now, you can take that however the fuck you want to. I'm not fixing to be the one that goes to a protest. I ain't finna be the one that does whatever because you know what? You could end up saying, you know, I protest getting tattoos. I protest you drinking whiskey. I protest whatever because it ain't good for you. You don't tell me what's fucking good for me or what's not good for me. You want to know what pisses me off speaking of all that shit? Seatbelt tickets. Yeah. yeah. How does it affect somebody else? Fuck seatbelt ticket. You're going to tell me that I got to pay this seatbelt ticket and a dude just passed us on a fucking motorcycle. Yep. With no helmet on. Why is my safety <laughs> that important to you? GSP. GSP is the only ones that will actually pull you over and write one for, for that. Every other cop, 
It's just a way to pull over a suspicious that's person. Exactly, they think that's exactly what they I was going to say. Something I got a that's ticket exactly about Austin. Right. That ticket at the time ran about fifteen dollars. Yeah. Now, if you let that run up by the time before you know your court date, and you don't pay that Things by the court about date, eighty. I've had one dollar to three hundred dollars. Mm. Holy shit! From fifteen dollars like to three hundred dollars for not having a seatbelt. And I was in a four wheel drive pickup truck. You know, back in the day, that was yeah. that was a law. You didn't have to wear a seatbelt if you were you know, pickup truck. I tell you truck. one, I tell you it's like one a farmer ag- law. Aggravates the fuck out of me is your insurance. Like, I think that insurance ought to have a base to where if I say, "Hey, look, yeah, I get if there's a lien or something on it. Like, I, I get something like, but if you got a paid off vehicle or whatever, I think, you, and I think most <laughs> places you can just have straight ass liability or whatever. But it ought to be so fucking cheap." I know some people that's got some monster-ass tickets on their record from back in the day. And this almost like, at one point in time, because I had a DUI when I was younger, my insurance on a paid-off vehicle was as much as the truck payment on the fucking vehicle when I first got it. I, I just don't... I, there's too many people making money off of what-ifs, it's is all what in I the mean. System. Yeah, you know like, what else makes a lot of money? Incarcerated people. Oh, fuck Jails, yeah. prisons. Oh, yeah. Just getting people into that prison. Just getting people into the jail is money. Money in the pocket. Money in the community. We just live in a very fucked up country. The whole thing is just upside down. You ever seen, I can't remember, um, Jeff Daniels is in the movie, I think. But I kind of looked into it after I saw it. Dumb and Dumber? That, that's about <laughs> that's what we live in. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's talking about how all these people say that America is the best country to live oh, in. Oh, that, uh, yeah. um, that was a TV show. Oh, shit, what was it called? Is he it? was a news anchor. Yeah. It's so true, though. Yeah. And I thought oh, about man, it after I show. saw it. That's a good show. I thought about it after I saw it, and I started Aaron looking. Aaron Sorkin was the yeah. producer and writer for that one. That's that was a Dude, as much, as, as much as I love the fact that we do live in a freer country than most places, you start looking at the shit that we've got to pay to be, say that we're free. Bro, I have been all, I've been all over this world a couple of times, yeah. all right? And I got to tell you, free. we ain't that fucking free. No. Yeah. Well, all right? no I don't see I've how we are. I've been to Amsterdam. All right, dudes yeah. walking down the side, walking down the sidewalk, smoking a J, hitting the line, and then walk in and just get with a prostitute in the red light district, and walk out and go to I'm a sex show after. Amsterdam. And they're just having the time of their life, and yeah. ain't shit going on. Ain't nobody shooting each other up. Yeah. Ain't no crazy shit. I was like, fuck, man. Well, I don't think we have the crime that we have here if fucking everything it costs so much. I gotta wear a fucking seatbelt, and this dude is getting high and banging <laughs> yeah. strippers. God, that sounds like a good time. Well, no, like, I think sounds that's like where you got. I'm sure it's a good time. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Oh, that sounds like a good fucking time. <laughs> I don't know about that. The way your face just looked. <laughs> it's just, it's too hey, much. She was and... a nice lady, okay? <laughs> They're always nice for a little while. Nice. Speaking of not being able to speak English, that kind of worked in our favor. <laughs> Next topic. What, what worked in your favor not being able to Amsterdam. speak English? Amsterdam. It just, was straight, uh, hey, just pulled out money <laughs> and it went That's straight to the show, man. Uh, you got some corners in making like uh, they don't care what you can speak. Corners. Corners. <laughs> just go to making. Just go to making. What is this I, Bass Pro Shop? What, what 20 bucks going to get me? This is host shop. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, nobody, nobody knows what the mayor's name is or the chief of police or the sheriff, but everybody knows who the fuck Leon Jones is. I don't know who Leon Jones the is. The corner. I, His name's on 13 every I, morning. Leon Jones. He's a big deal. So, yeah, I mean, somebody just got their fucking head blown off on Tuesday yeah. at a, at some bar up there. <laughs> well, hate... we got we got Leon live on the scene. Leon, what you got? I got another body. I'll be back in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. 
Making is rough. I even though like I, I think I think I'm still moving up there to move the studio and everything there just for business. Dude, it's a hard fucking decision to make. I think making has oh, got to knock on some wood, but I think making has a uh, has digressed and that it's it's all moving south. It went to Warner Robins. Now Warner Robins is just insane. Well, Josh ain't gonna like what I'm fitting to say. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> he waits to get up and turn the air up. You uh, look at making. Look at look at the good parts you can go and not get shot or mugged. Yeah. Public transportation doesn't go there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only way thing I get mad about. I agree with that. Lower it, dude. What I don't. And once again, this is gonna this is gonna make me sound fucking horrible, but like. I don't like when lower income project housing is right next to something nice. And it's not because you think that. It's not because it brings the property value down for the nicer stuff. It's how do you not expect the people that have to get up every day and struggle in life because they're lower income to look over and see a fucking million dollar mansion across the street from them or a million dollar house or whatever. How do you expect them not to wake up pissed off every single day? Like, it's almost where, not that the county needs to be separated into two or whatever, but these, what is it called, gentrification, to where, like, you take uh, yeah. a community. And you make it, you, you, you yeah, you take a community the, and you make, you raise the taxes and the property values yep. to where it's almost impossible when, for people to When I there. tell you, in Nashville, and there's a lot of places, but Nashville is just fucking disgusting with it. You will have a house that is worth a couple million dollars. Next to it is a fucking trap house. On the other side of it, trap house. Other side of it, run down ass house. Other side of that, million dollar home. Same fucking street. And you expect those people in the middle to wake up every day and not break in your shit or whatever. Like It's almost at a point to where you're throwing it in their face. And I don't, I don't like that, and I don't think that's what it's set up for or whatever, but you can't expect not to have crime. And I think that's what's happened to Macon as a whole, is they're going and they're redoing so much of it, and they're making it nice. But in the same setting, you got all these people that have to look at that shit every single day that have nothing. You're going to get that shit. That's yeah, why I think Macon is so fucking bad right now. But the, the, I would argue that in this world we live in right now, you can almost walk to every corner of a major city and find a $20 an hour job. Yeah. Because nobody's working. If you ever wanted to, if you ever wanted to kind so, of look at something and project where something's going economically, look at like Detroit. Detroit's used to be done. Used to be the monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, everything came out of there. GM, Ford, all of it was boom, right? And then the middle housing that was old, Right, it all all those people died and left, and left it to nobody. So then, other people came in to those areas, and then it started to just literally implode from the inside out, just crumble. And that's what happened to Macon, and you can you can almost trace it back to whenever they decided to build the the uh, outdoor mall, the yeah. Riverside Crossing. Right, well, it took everybody up when the mall, when the mall left, yeah. Macon crashed but yeah you have families that go because making mall I, I, y'all remember y'all grew up same time yeah same age 
Christmas time, banging, making banging. them all. Yeah, oh, that's absolutely. A, that's where you went until people started getting shot in the middle of the day. Yep. People started getting shot and killed. Gang violence rolling and in, and you you can't expect people to. It's the truth. Well, what's so they built another I, mall. That's it. I said this to Gypsy the other day. I was trying to explain to her like where we're from. We get called racist all the time, but it's not racist. Is we hate ignorance, yeah. and and it just happens to be that a certain group of folks, and I'm not talking about African American. I'm just talking about lower income, like because I know somebody's gonna take that shit and try to twist my words. Lower income folks that don't want anything better for themselves usually end up being the ignorant ones that we get mad at, and then it's like, oh, y'all are racist because you're saying this about whoever. It's like, no, we're not. It's those are the ones that are acting fucking stupid. You don't see that. You really don't see that on the other side from middle class and up or whatever. And in making the everything that is around the old mall, it's lower income. So you get fucking all these folks in there that are just ignorant and stupid as fuck. And they're in there showing out. And that's why you get all that. You don't get that. When, have you ever heard of a shooting at shops at River Crossing in Macon? No, I, I I haven't. I yeah, I'm knocking on wood too because I go there a lot. Yeah, yeah, I haven't. So if you look at the actual area, well, it's not easy just to get to. It's yeah. not just like you can walk a mile down the road or pull out yeah. a mile down the road and get there. You actually have to try to get there. You have yeah. to spend a little time and effort to get there. Oh, you'd have to put you in know, effort to go to a nice place. Yeah. Oh shit! For the record, I I miss mall culture. I did too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to love. No, going I, to I used to love going to the mall. Well, we I, wouldn't I, even I buy miss... anything because we couldn't. Yeah. You know, so we go in there and I just you, well, just cool <laughs> you get some Chinese food, ride the carousel, yeah. and go to American Eagle. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think the mall had the baddest fucking arcade. Oh, yeah. dude, I, I was gonna say arcades. I fucking and like, remember it. You know, they had they Roller had rinks. the coolest shit. Yeah. But they, you know, they, they, people it fucked it up. I thought it was like a like a just a palace, a wonder because it was. Double decker, right? Well, you, you just, every oh everybody's got to remember, like when your parents or your grandparents said, "Hey, load up, we're going to the mall today." That Great. was that a, was making that was a fucking school day. Yeah, school that shop. was a day, dude. You went to Warner Robins. Yeah, Wait. Warner Robins Mall is always, always yeah, kind of slept down. <laughs> better than Dublin. Dublin, Dublin, Dublin oh yeah, <laughs> I don't even know how that place is still there. Peons. Well, I don't know fucking what is keeping that place in business. And then I I, I hit puberty and. I can't go buy clothes at a mall, so it really, it really doesn't matter how nice it is or it ain't. It, yeah, but it's still <laughs> like it, like you said, the mall culture. Like, yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I, I mean, it just going around is bullshitting all day. What My grandma and them used to be a part of a what? mall walking group. What was the hat place? Lids. Hat Hat Shack. Is oh, yeah, the hat or lids. The old that one, hat shack. Where you yeah. had to go get the cool. The fitted, oh, absolutely. Fitted, the fitted hat. Hats. Yeah, if you wanted a hat back in the day, you yeah. had to go. Now I don't I don't know what the fuck is. It. I think Amazon, man. I'll be honest with you. Online, Online shopping yeah. is fucked up in mall culture. I think Amazon is fucked up everything. But yeah. I'm glad they did, to be honest with you. I hate that some of the mom and pops are getting fucked. But I think it's a generational thing now because you have so many people that have online shop. I ordered shit this week from that uh, Backroads uh, apparel company. It's got the slap dick cattle. Um, and uh, all that kind of stuff. They got the hat that, that Co Wetzel's had on here recently. It's called uh, Eaton Bush 69 Back Road Apparel and all that kind of stuff. I think that it made 
with social media, the mom and pops are doing better now than they probably ever did before because they don't mm-hmm. have to have a storefront. Yep. They don't have to they, pay a rent. Yeah, they don't, have, they don't have yeah. to. There's that good side of it. Mm-hmm. But the people that are still having storefronts, Amazon and everybody else has fucked them. I feel bad for people, mom and pops, that have to have a brick and mortar. If I go, if I go to a store, they should literally just call it the fitting room because I will go there just to see what fits me. Yeah. I will go back home and order it online. Or mm-hmm. literally right there in the store, I'll order it on my phone. Well, some things you don't want to buy online. I mean, yeah. I'll give you like, like, so I have a big face, sunglasses. It'd yeah. be really hard for me to buy a pair of sunglasses online. Yeah, that's true. Because I don't, I don't yeah. want, you know, I want them to fit. You know, I can buy a hat, cap, or... Yeah. That one's tough Sometimes for me. I can buy yeah, a shirt. Yeah, see, I, Cap's got, man, if you're a hat person, yeah. they got, yeah. they got to fit a like money. Yeah. I, well, yeah. Well, once you figure out your style yeah. and what fits you, yeah, you're fine yeah. with it. But yeah, I'm. I gotta almost try hats on in person. It's I can't. Like I can't clothing. believe I got drunk and ordered two the other night. I buy everything in person because I have no place to ship it. So. Oh, that's fucked up. I didn't think. Yeah. About so you being I, in I go when I I anything. go to those mom and pop shorts it's funny stores you say because that. I totally have to tr- get things there. So, I read. Um, Matthew McConaughey's uh, oh, autobiography, yes. Greenlights. Yeah. Yes, it's so good. So cool. I, I'm a big Matthew McConaughey so fan. So cool. Though. But he, so he went on like a huge trip where he, he would just travel the country. And what he would do is if he would had to meet with somebody or pick up a package or mail or something, he would have it addressed to the place that he was heading. Yeah. And he would just drive there and pick. I was like, what the, that's fucking genius. It is genius if you know where you're going next. God, I yeah, never yeah, know where yeah. I'm going next time. I wing my whole life. a cool life. motherfucker to me. Yes. Ironically enough. Well, Josh knows this. You don't. But ironically enough, I've always liked Matthew McConaughey, but I really gained a lot of respect from him after he gave his speech at the White House on on gun control. Yeah. I didn't see that. Dude. I can imagine what it was, though. All his shit's good. All his speeches and stuff. He's a deep, deep thinker. He's one of those that he doesn't care anymore, I don't think. And that's where I always like when somebody, Joe Rogan calls it fuck you money. Mm Mm-hmm. I like it when you reach that point, and you Jason Aldean and his wife Brittany have just got to it. They don't give a fuck, and for somebody that is a musician to act the way that they're doing and put stuff on social media, it makes me like them so much fucking more than than, than I ever did before. And I already like Jason Aldean anyway. Yeah, but I, I'd fucking it's like okay, I got you got fuck you money. Mm-hmm. So Matthew McConaughey, you know he's had fuck you money for a hot I've minute. never, I've always been completely against gun control, but I've always had my stance on it. And yeah. he got up there on that White House stage and said everything I think, like every thought in my head, he said it to everybody. Yeah. I'm like, damn. It's it finally, never. It's finally time somebody the, had a little bit of common sense. Those sharp thoughts never come to your head until it hits your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Uvalde was it? Mm-hmm. Was that, was his home yeah, that was his home. You yeah. know, that was a big yeah. deal. I'm oh, sorry. There's some bitches sending me Snapchats about what he was doing tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wish y'all had been in here, especially you, because you know them. That night that it got so heated in here, there was uh, there was two people in here. Or there was a lot of folks. Matthew Burton had brought some people up here to, to do a show. Shout I, out, Matt. Yeah, I love, Walmart the other day. I love Matt. He's going with us whatever we do Saturday. Love that guy. So, um, but anyway, Matthew was starting to release that documentary or whatever on him that him and Josh had put together. And uh, he invited a bunch of friends up here to watch it. Two of them. One of them's brother's a police officer and his dad's a fucking teacher. And the other one, we got into it. And it got fucking heated. 
Because he's like, nobody should have guns and all this kind of stuff or whatever. And I made the joke to start off with. I was like, I think fucking babies should have guns. <laughs> I was like, and I, but seriously. All right. Oh, Once Take me back to my literature days. Yeah. With John Locke. To, to me, to me, me it's like this. When I when I go to when I've been to Texas before, okay, nobody fucks with each other out there because they're all scared that somebody's gonna fuck them up. The fuck around and find out factor in Texas is fucking huge. It really is. Ain't <laughs> it funny how manners? Yeah, when see, you that's my you. biggest thing. If you got manners and respect, I'm fucking. I don't care yeah, how that, different you are to me. You got I'm, some in your pocket. I'm gonna show you some manners. Exactly right. So that's what my point to this guy was. I think everybody should fucking have a gun because if everybody's got a gun. Nobody wants to fuck around and see if that other person's got a gun. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be ugly. You're not going to be disrespectful. It's going to be the old fucking West. And, like, that's what the guy brought up. That's what he said. He said, oh, everybody's going to be killing and shooting everybody. I was like, no, fuck, they're not. I was like, because nobody's going to be intimidated. What's that old saying? Um, God made us, uh, God created all of us, but Sam Colt made us all equal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you, I'm all about that now. And, mm -hmm. boys, Cam, because you went to school with them. I'm telling you, I don't usually get heated during an argument like that because I'm just like, this, he's an ignorant fuck. I thought I was going to get up and slap him. And that ended up being the point at the end of the night, like how I ended the conversation. I was like, if I got up right now and I grabbed you, do you think I'd beat the fuck out of you? And he was like, yeah, more than likely. He's a smaller dude. And I was like, well, you know what wouldn't happen if you had a gun on you right now? I wouldn't get up and beat the fuck out of you. I would agree with the words you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, we're fucking equal. Surprise. That's what owning a fucking gun is about to me. That's what being able to carry is about, is making it fucking equal, making fair fights. And, man, that's, ugh. I cannot stand when you get an ignorant fuck about guns. I cannot stand. I'm one of those that think that there ought to be a, a well-vetted veteran. At every single school. Yes, I agree with that. At every single fucking school. Somebody that you know is good to go. Make him have fucking psych evaluations every couple of weeks. Whatever you need to do. You wouldn't have no more school shootings if you had a fucking vet at the front of every school yep. with a fucking AR. Well, what's funny to me is all your courthouses where most of the time people just go pay their taxes or buy their car tag. You have to go through two armed guards and a and a um, metal detector. Yeah. To go get your car tag. Pay your taxes. You ever been to a courthouse where they only accept cash? That's the dumbest mm -hmm. shit I've ever heard County, in my life. 2019. They only accept the cash? Dodge was like cash that. Cash check. Dodge was like that for a long time. I they didn't know only that. And they had an ATM right there in the courthouse. And Fort Riley's like that, went. too. Jesus that. Christ. I don't go to the courthouse unless I'm summoned. No, Kansas is like that. Yeah, y'all don't have a courthouse no more. Where? Dodge County. Well, they get, the courthouse is there. It's just it's, bats run it. Bat shit. Seriously. I know where I get my tag at now is on the outside. Yeah. Oh, really? Is that why they shut it down? Yeah. I didn't fucking know that. Yeah. So all that money that you were paying? <laughs> to take care of it? We come from the most corrupt Did county not. in the fucking state of Georgia anyway. Cash only. Now not with batshit Look at it. you trying to get me to move down here. <laughs> no, well, Dodge County has a long history of Dixie Mafia and fucking <sighs> dead people voting and all kind all right, Listen, but, man, I'll tell you that. But it's a good at county. One time, <laughs> at one time in the 70s and 80s, due to voter frauds and politics and money, drugs, murders, per capita, like per number yep. of people that are in, in your, you know, in your community, 
the Federal Bureau of Investigation knew exactly where Ryan Georgia was because yep. per capita there were more murders and unsolved well, problems than in New York City. Holy shit. Why else would they have a GBI office in yep. Eastman of all places? So where Eastman is, a what is it like a, a not a a community of Eastman is Ryan. Let me tell you, this place is smaller than all of Cochran. Like, it's, it's super small. It's smaller now they got two red lights. They think they're it's hot shit. Smaller than the city of Cochran. <laughs> yeah, red light, a gas but, station, and but Dixie Mafia. You ever heard of Dixie Mafia? Mm-hmm. It's a real fucking thing, and it's not just a real thing. It's like. You're down here where a central of it is. It, a lot of people want to say it's like the good old boy system and all that kind of stuff. But the thing is, you didn't have a lot of fucked up shit happen around here growing up. It used to astonish me when people would talk about going down to the river for the weekend. Or yeah. they go to the river. And I was like, these people are like kneeboarding and, and skiing and shit on the river where there's probably just a dead body at the very bottom of it. You must be talking about the More landing than one. in Jackson, Georgia. Or Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. Anywhere from Sand Hammock down that way. Whole crew. Whole, whole, anyway. Hey, look, I tell you. I would you, run with those people out there, and I, then I was not their speed. Have <laughs> you ever seen that movie? Uh, it came out not too long ago. It's got Tom Cruise in it. It's called Made in America or American Made. Yeah, no. that's when he's in the wheelchair. No, that's when that's when he's the the pilot. That's the Fourth of July. Yeah, the born on the Fourth of July yeah, is when you're thinking of. If it's on that, not on Netflix, I okay. don't watch it. Okay. Anyway, it's a true story, but there was a pilot. Oh yeah, you know when, ta- he, when he was uh, running drugs. Yeah, when he was uh, running yeah, drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from down, oh, it's shit. a fucking great movie because yeah, it's, it's a true story. Don't get me started uh, it, oh, on CIA. Was it Tom Cruise or was it a different actor? No, it's Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking badass movie. True story. Well, based on true story, but. The reason why Ryan Georgia is even what it is is because of shit like that. Dixie Moffa back in the day, man. There's a but, podcast out. Yeah, there is Sunday Burton. Yep. You know, it, it originated up just north of Athens or yep. up around that area. But I, I got was, real deep. I thought into it was Atlanta. It. No, well, it's 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 east of Atlanta, kind of okay. up around Athens yeah. area up there, but it. I wanted to call you after I got done listening to it. Lee you know, Tucker tried to get me the dude who did it on and, the show. And I was like, Josh, yeah. I wanted to tell you. I didn't want to, you know, you got a good thing going here, but it would be cool to see you kind of step off a little bit and just do something a little different. I would like to. You just would have to have what I even pitched to some older men that I know that's involved with it. I mm-hmm. wanted to have some older men that know all about it. Come in here, sit down, do a show, and then me not say their name. Right. Like everybody had, like, like us do it early morning, late night, make sure n- them come in the fucking back door. Nobody knows what it is because there's some in my family. I shouldn't say they're in my family, but they're associated with my family. Yeah. Just do like you do the videos and stuff. They might and have not them do it at their, their house. Safety, though. They might put not a, for their safety. They, they never will. You yeah. put a voice no, thing no, on no. it. They, they never fucking no. will. No. There's, there's men around here that you might have shook their fucking hand. If they're if they're older and they're if they're wealthy and you don't know where their wealth came from, oh yeah, they listen. They can't talk about it because if 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 they if they say one single element of something that had gone wrong and they were the only person that knew about it, it don't matter what voice recorder Uh thing you put on, they're gonna get in trouble. They're done. It's done. But it's like a real thing that we got to grow up. What was his name? Jackson Jones. That was uh, the sheriff that got in so much shit when we we were young, young. We were young, young, and I might be saying the wrong sheriff's name. Dude won, I think, half the fucking people that voted for him was in graveyards. 
Easy. There's been there's been some good shit. Feels like that's um, our last. What the fuck is? I wanted to write a movie about it. I was talking to one of my yeah. friends that's from that area, and we were talking about literally writing a movie. I'm about I'm probably it. gonna say the reporter's name wrong. Or I'm gonna. Or I'm Jack. Gonna get, no. <laughs> it's it, it might have been Tom Brokaw. It was somebody big back in the '80s. It was like a big name. For some reason Tom Brokaw sticking in my head, but Peter it might Jennings? not. It might have been him. Somebody like that. They came down and did a fucking thing on it. Like it. back back in the '80s, because it was mm-hmm. this is a fucking is it, it's a weird Dodge place. County man, Dodge it's, County's got and there's still a section of it now. And y'all, I know both of y'all know where I'm talking about. It's on Bill Mother's dirt road. There's a there's a spot back in there, and we messed up and found it by accident. It's it's on it's right outside of not Chauncey, China Hill. No, it's. You, Damn, I, it's it's been so long since I said the name. You got you got Empire, Chester, not Chester. It's in between Roddy Yonkers. It's not Roddy. It's in between Empire and Eastman. What's that little community? Between right Empire and Eastman, Greston. Greston. Oh, that's where I'm from. That's my that's house. That's where, yeah. that's where we grew up. <laughs> I, got I, I, I got a pistol. I got a pistol. Y'all talking about? Greston. Yeah, you peeing a lot. I, I moved. I moved out of Dodge County, and I don't forgot what Greston uh, was. But. I was thinking a little community, but to but us, that was home. As you take you take Bill Mullis Dirt Road, yeah. and you go like you're going all the way towards Roddy, mm-hmm. and there's a section down there that it splits off, and you think it's a dirt road, but mm-hmm. it's actually a driveway mm-hmm. back into a. Yep. I'm gonna call it a meth lab. Absolutely. <laughs> it was a lot of things. It if still it's is. A, if it's what I'm thinking, it's more it's, than just that. It's still there. There's day. a lot more, a lot more gets slung than meth. Well, we, but I don't know nothing about it. I swear to God, I don't know anything. Well, I know nothing about it. We, we don't. T- <laughs> I ain't gonna talk about it. So we, we always when we rode dirt roads, we were we were kind of scared of getting DUI. So we always just went to Green Acres, you know, yeah, that, that right there in Daddy's house, to, and take the loop, and yep. that was our. We go to railroad tracks, cross over, cross back over, ride through, and then go back to Daddy's. Y'all, do y'all know why? Dodge County has the most dirt roads in the state of Georgia. Why they never got paved? I'm intrigued. They were paid to not pave them. Yep. Dodge County, I can, I, and you can too, and, and you can. You can go from one side of our county to the next, and it's a big fucking county. Never touch, touch pavement. pavement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never touch it. I always said that I wanted to create an app that was nothing but dirt road maps. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I've never, I've rode those dirt roads. It's my favorite thing to do in the world anyways, to yeah. drink and listen to music and ride dirt roads. And then anybody our, wants to give me shit road. about DUIs or whatever, I've never got one on a dirt road. 15 miles an hour, honestly. You're not going to do much. What are you going yeah. to do it? Yeah. yeah you're, hurt you're yourself. Not. Yeah, that's it. You might hit a ditch and fuck Again. your truck up a little bit, but you, you ain't going to hurt yourself. As long as you got your seatbelt on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. God forbid we didn't. But no, Jesus. that's why Dodge County... It has the most dirt roads, and while you can go from fucking Milan to almost Cochrane, hey, I can touch it. I can even point you to a couple roads that got paved. Yeah, and I mean, it felt like it got paved overnight. Oh yeah, because somebody was like, "Oh shit, they're onto it. We gotta." It, that fucking I could take you to a Greston road. Baptist Church Road. Greston was. I remember when that, that, one got that road should never been fucking paved. I remember that. There's a there's one over by the golf course too. I used to take my buddy's house. Yeah, yeah. I, and I it's about, like it's literally the width of a of one vehicle. Yeah. And it has more potholes and problems. It's 
I mean, it's like let a me, slinky. Let me ask y'all, have y'all ever, uh, y'all both being from there, have y'all ever seen the mansion? Is that by the golf course? Uh-uh, it's in Greston. So there is an old plantation house. A lot, all right. Coming out by the bypass? It's it's deep in the woods. Oh, no, okay. Okay, it's deep in the woods. But there's an old fucking plantation house that looks like Gone with the Wind. And whoever's land it is, I mean, it's probably, it's at least 100 acres. (laughs) <laughs> There's at least a hundred acres. Yeah, and uh, if you're if you're if you're saying what I think you are saying, mm-hmm. but yeah. um, it's at least a hundred fucking acres. Yeah, but it's gone with the wind. Yeah, and it is now, from my understanding, it's a place you store some shit till it's ready to go somewhere else. But back in the day, we used to ride foilers and shit religiously, and I've been back there and I've walked in the house and looked at it scariest fucking thing I've ever done in my life. Oh, I would buy it, like, in a heartbeat. I, I bet you, I'll promise you it ain't for sale. Because I, I, if I could, I would. Uh, we're not talking about haunted. No. No, no like, no, no, like no, no. literally dangerous. Yeah, let, okay, let me put it this way. We were kids, so they ended up leaving us alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. But we, <laughs> but, but we... <laughs> trail cam on every corner. Yeah, but we probably pulled up not knowing where we was pulling up, and we didn't at the time. We, we had heard about it, never seen it. Just thought it was this... Creepy ass old plantation house or whatever. We pulled up, get out, go look inside of it or whatever. I could not get 10, 15 feet in the house. And you had somebody, and I'm not talking about just with a shotgun pulling up with a, a, a spotlight. You had a couple folks that was like, oh, you got to go. And it's like, like, y'all are kids. You know, oh, okay. it's, it's fine. It's fine. But whatever's in there, it don't need, you don't need to fuck with. All right. To get off the grist, and we were talking about. Tom Cruise and the, yeah. the the movie. Um, does anybody know what the CIA does? What do you mean what they do? What do they do? What's their sole purpose? They're, what do they? What do they? Fuck up tax uh, do you want to? Uh, you want to go down rabbit holes or? Sure. Okay. I got I got like a couple minutes. I think CIA is nothing but more to manipulate our way of life, and they have all of his programs since birth. All right. So I I've been around, and you remember all of. I saw. I, call, I would call it hoopla, but it, it literally was a big deal about um, Russian collusion and votes and, and 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 Russia, you know, basically leaning our election to one way or the other, right? Mm-hmm. And Americans were fucking hot, livid, right? Half the country just was like, "I cannot believe this is happening!" Oh my god, right? That is literally their job. We as Americans go into other countries and shift their entire elections around to fit our benefit. I like literally like what else does this in what aspect of your life does the CIA do something for you? Yeah. In, in, as an American, what do they do they for don't. you? They don't. Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> we are in the business. Do you know about Project Mockingbird? No, nothing. I know nothing about it. Yeah, I bet you don't. Do you know about it? No, I don't watch TV. Okay, Project Mockingbird (laughs) was was what the CIA did back in the 60s when they found out about the effects of hallucinogenics, (laughs) mushrooms and everything. I thought we was fitting to talk about Maryland. There's a movie about it. There is, it's on Netflix. Oh yeah, you know everything is on Netflix. That's the only thing I watch is Netflix. So (laughs) if you you go by Project Mockingbird, what they originally found out by doing this stuff to where you're at now, 
the reason why people say mushrooms and stuff are so good now, ever since you were born, watching TV, whatever it is, it has programmed you. And you don't know you've been programmed. And then when you start doing mushrooms and stuff, it peels back yes. everything that they've taught you. And you see the world differently. Right. Because that's the only reason why mushrooms are illegal. Right. That's that's the only reason yes. why. They saw the effect. What do they used to do? Give it to like uh, politicians, senators, whatever back in the day. Used to, they get, used to get whores with Project Mockingbird mm -hmm. to drug someone to find out what they knew, all kind of stuff yeah. and everything. Yeah. Our CIA, CIA is a bitch. See, sex workers they, have they been here, a business But hey, forever. look, if y'all want to recruit me, I'm fine with that too because I think it would be cool to be on that side if you're listening to this. Yeah. What a gig. God, dude, they've got – I mean, it's got to be some cool shit. Listen, I've worked with some guys that did some crazy stuff. Yeah. Right? I've – you know, I don't talk about military yeah. awards or none of that shit, but I, I've met guys that have gently alluded to the fact that they – basically went into the country and messed up the thing, right? Yeah. That America now has to come fix. Yeah. yeah. And I, he put it to me like this. Um, it's like a kid that his dad owns a glass shop in town. And, it, you know... Kid goes around the breaking kid, all the, the glass. Kid goes around just busting glass. Yeah. And he, all he's doing is creating business. Right. So we literally go into these countries, Right. And jack shit up. And then we wonder why people don't like America. Yeah. We're the we're the fucking problem. And then we go in and we're like, ah, Star Spangled Awesome. Yeah. We're gonna come in here and fix y'all shit. And they're like, please don't. Please just fucking leave. Please <laughs> yeah, don't come in here. The more And we're like, no, 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 we got it. We're the good. more we I've watched <laughs> the more I've watched the shit on how they've handled our Iraq and everything. Man, I'm telling you, like I, I and I still, I still. Isn't love, that a good one? I, I still, I still love living in this country. Here's you an interesting bumper sticker. All oh right, my Afghanistan God. attacks the United States of America, and what are we gonna do? Evade Iraq. We're gonna go to Iraq. Yeah. Iraq. Why? Yeah. Uh, there's a connection. There's, there's some ties there. There's right? a connection. Saddam Hussein and the Taliban. What's a Taliban? I don't know. We made that now. word up. Uh, Taliban. <laughs> the people who did 9/11 were yeah. not even from where we invaded. Right, I, I looked into it, I, and I I quit because it just pissed me yeah, off. Yeah, pissed you off. That's, no, why, that's why I stopped you mean watching the news. That's why <laughs> yeah. I stopped doing I, I everything. In like I said, I, I quit looking at TikTok because everything pisses me. <laughs> I just get mad. I get mad. I get, look on there and I see somebody saying something ignorant. Why am I doing this to myself? I, yeah, yeah. Change. You were on the feed. wrong side of TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I just, <laughs> mine I just is don't nothing but titties it. and fat asses and pimple popping and comedians. Yeah. Mine's Ew, just dumb videos of people talking to themselves. Oh, you don't like pimple popping? Oh, yeah. All the nasty oh, shit you like. Just disgusting. I love I pimple popping, ingrown hair, else. and ingrown toenails That's being pulled. Disgusting. Can't do it. I'd right. love watching we found it. Found your kink, ooh. No, they don't get me hard. <laughs> it, 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 I sit there. I'm telling you, I will watch a pimple popping video for ten fucking minutes. No. So no. far, I've managed no. to get my feed on college football highlights and some of the best deers took, and you know. No, I'm getting no, there. I'm working no, my way no up. There's no women really, dancing on yours. No, I don't want it because I, I don't want that shit. I, I, you done figured out somebody can see your likes is what's done happened. That has nothing to do with it. <laughs> although, although that is that is hilarious. Wow, That's wow, hilarious. Wow. It's scary, but it's hilarious. I went back the other day and I didn't realize Gracie had to show me. She was like, "Dad, you know, part of this you can see if you don't turn it off. People can see everything you liked." And I was like, "Oh, I didn't." 
And then I looked, and I was like, I'm a fucking pervert. So I'll just... I, 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 I didn't realize I had a problem. So... <clears throat> I called Josh one day. Oh, boy. We're going to wait shit. This is about to get good. No, it is. It's funny. It's hilarious, really. This is good. But I called Josh one day. I said, I thought the whole cool thing about TikTok was it's not traceable. It's not like Facebook. You know, you go on Facebook, you comment on somebody's stuff. Neil Mullis commented on this. I thought TikTok was totally random stuff, right? So... I, you know, I started getting kind of, you know, confident in myself. <laughs> if I seen some random chick from California shaking her ass on TikTok, I'd put a little fire symbol up. Looks yeah. good. Don't mean I want it. I'm right. not proposing. She's fire. Saying, looks good. What'd your old lady do? <laughs> she liked my comments. <laughs> okay, in, in all Look, fairness she to didn't you. Even, she didn't even say a word to That's him smooth. about it. That's she smooth. went and found all his comments and fucking... Like them. Like, like, I would say some <laughs> slick awesome. shit and then I'd get a like from her on my comment. I called Josh. Josh. I said, I, I'm not really meaning no harm here, but I'm feeling invaded. You know, I, I thought. I thought, oh, this is just random fun, you know. It, people don't really pay attention to name. They look at the comments, you know. How? How the fuck is she able to go on there and find <laughs> where I, I said some slick shit? You know, because I'm, I'm not trying to. He did up. not say anything bad. No, though. I mean, it wasn't. No, it, 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 was like, it was always like fire symbol or something like okay, that. Okay, so my bad. thing is just because you're on a diet doesn't mean you can't look at the menu. Oh, yeah, I'm going to look. I could be fucking starving myself. I'm still going to look at the menu. Right. Is the menu going to beat your ass afterwards? That's going to happen. I don't have a menu beating my ass. I'm fine. Me neither. So. <laughs> no, he called me that day, and I had to tell him how. After he quit laughing. I he could, laughed I could, like quit. 15 I fucking could, minutes. I could quit fucking laughing because it was just the way. <laughs> That's just awesome. Props. Her, Props to her. That's I commend stuff. her yeah. for having just the, patience, the, and the, just, yeah, this yeah. patience and the effort for one. But it was like, you know what? It's like when I leave somebody on red or like I really want to piss somebody off, I just send them K. Like the letter K, because I know it's fucking. Oh, the that, thumbs up one pisses yeah, me. Yeah, it's something uh, like that. Something that's just like they put their <laughs> all their anger into a message, and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> like okay. So like, I, I respected the fact that she went through. That's a lot of and work. And instead of <laughs> her saying something slick back to him, or texting him, or calling him, or saying something to get home, she just liked the fucking messages. That took a lot. Or of work. she just liked the comments. That took a lot of work I mean. to find. That's and fire was, with fire. That's a good fight. That's a good problem. That's like she I be, see you, motherfucker. A little nervous. Yeah, but what makes me feel like shit is that I'm not doing the same thing. I don't know if I'm supposed to reciprocate that shit because I know the good and damn well she be looking at men on TikTok. I, I know good and damn well she does. I don't know for if the I'm one female to in the room. That or or what? But. What she probably is there knows like you a, don't know how to like look it thing? up? Because I like okay, so men I've I've heard men are extremely visual. Yes, yeah. they are. And women are yes. emotional, yes. or to 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 put some sort of, you know, slant there. Is there a, like do women just like literally ogle over guys on videos and pictures and stuff? Some, yeah, women are actually worse than men. Because I know guys will just go women down a fucking rabbit hole. They'll see one hot girl and then they'll look at every go, single picture all, they got. To, to all me. you got to know, I don't know if you even seen it yet. Have y'all seen the dude that uh, there's there's a warrant out for his arrest, and the dude's like a fucking smokestack. Dude's good-looking dude, tatted up, all this kind of shit. He got posted on some um, 
whatever. Like, let's just say Blackley County News, our, our our black police department or something. It's like wanted or whatever. The women in the comment section. Oh yeah. Were like I think one of the things that said uh, approach him or do not approach him or whatever. He's liable to harm you or whatever. And the women women are like. This motherfucker can harm me all they want. He can abuse me. Women are fucking disgusting. And, and like you go through and you read the comments and you're like, God. So damn. so yeah. So enlighten enlighten us, I guess. So what what is the thing you think women actually ogle over? Um, they definitely ogle. He was talking over men. about like a no, girl but, in California shaking her ass. What is yeah. the thing? What's like? Women definitely look at men, and they. But the thing is, women will say things, but they're better about hiding it. Than men are. Oh, absolutely. Men, I love men to death. Like I really do, but I'm just giving you the female perspective on this shit. Men just aren't as slick about hiding it. We see ball, want to hit ball. We gotta yeah. let the ball yeah. know we want to hit, hit the it. Ball. Exactly, exactly. That and women good. Are, I keep looking women, at it. Well, who doesn't like simple? Yeah, I What's like the two simple. things. Men okay. notice on a woman. Two things right now. Right. One, two, three, go. Titties, eyes, ass. and personality. There it is. <laughs> Credit <laughs> score. Oh Titties shit. Ass, yeah. Right. So well, yeah. That's that. That. But I'll tell you what, women think the same way in some aspects of that shit too, though. Like, we, we like a good-looking guy, but everybody's attracted to something different, just kind of like guys attracted to something different. But women are just, we are nasty fucking creatures. But I will be the woman that will tell you that we're nasty fucking creatures. I've heard a you woman wanna... talk about she looks at a man's jawline. I like forearms. I'm a forearm girl. But I will say, Quit. you give me a nice-looking man... And I'm not pointing you out because, I mean, you're a big motherfucker and you have, you're married. But, like, I like beers and I like a big motherfucker. Like, I like I like them. Fuck it, two out of three. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not offended. Two out of three gets in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> Y'all ladies finna go look through every one of her videos. I'm sorry. See if you, you finna put, go like don't this. Worry, don't worry. See if you put I the fire know. emoji next well, so my He's never is, met me before tonight. I just met him. I probably will never see him again. So don't be mad at me, wife. Please. But that's, damn that right, my, you won't. That, I, I never argued about it. Never argued about the TikTok thing. Honestly, it's the second time I brought it up. It's I funny. did it live on air. It tickles uh, shit uh, me. <laughs> but my thing is, yeah, that's a good looking woman. She's a good looking woman. Yeah. I'm not going to marry her. I'm not going to right. home with her. Honestly, don't even want to put the effort into meeting another woman at this right. point. Oh, I don't blame you. You want to talk about a mind fuck? I was talking to somebody a while back, and we were talking about, um, like, a guy was getting dressed. And he was like, uh, what do you think about this? And he was like, I don't really give a fuck. But the he was like, well, you, what do you think girls are going to think? He's like, I'm not really dressing up for girls. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck are you talking about? Basically, guys, it was under the understanding that guys literally go out at night, and they dress to impress other guys. I mean, to women, be like the number one guy in the room. Yeah, well, you like if you're always, the number one guy in the room. You're gonna get the number thing. one girl. That's yeah. the alpha. That's the Dude. alpha but process. I, that's a, go, that's I, a Joe Rogan mind fucker. Like, oh. So like, I'll tell you this. I started getting more attention from women when I quit fucking dressing for anybody yes. but myself. But yourself, yeah. Yeah. When I when that's I said when shit. I figured out like I'm just gonna work the fuck I want so to. I don't really know what category. My mindset falls in, but when I get dressed up to go out, I try to wear a shirt that's you want not to be comfortable. A, a stain. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to be comfortable, bitch. I know where and you're I'm going. And I'm going to wear my pair of jeans I can fit my shit into that don't, you know, ain't uncomfortable. I have wore some jeans that make my fucking nuts hurt. Yeah, I'm not doing but, that. But you know, but but it makes me, I like wearing shit that looks good. That's, I, I like to stand out, but I like to stand out in my own fucking way. 
Like, I don't want to look like everybody else in the Same. room. And the second that you, like, don't look like everybody else in the room, one, they're going to think you're confident for some reason. And I might be the most insecure person in the room. But they're like, oh, fuck, he's wearing that and he's having fun. He doesn't care what anybody else thinks. Mark Orient. Mark Orient is the <laughs> dumbest motherfucker on the planet. He is incredibly talented. But if you saw the way that this motherfucker dressed when he goes out in Nashville, even when he's on stage playing, you'd be like, is this motherfucker homeless? <laughs> like, Those are the but best in all fairness, he's the only one I ever made out with in freaking Nashville. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Mark is... That answers that. Yeah, I just say... It really don't, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is it doesn't fucking matter. Right. If doesn't. you dress how you want to and you're comfortable and it makes you feel good about yourself, confidence it is radiates to everybody else. I don't think it has anything to do with how you dress. No, it's people confidence. People are intrigued no, about no. you. Mm-hmm. If yeah. somebody is intrigued, it doesn't matter if you're wearing a pair of sweatpants. I don't yeah. know. I've seen women avoid Lee Tucker because he looks like a Walmart well, I mean, reader. Look what I wore to the. I mean, this ain't saying a whole lot for Ryan, but me and you went out to Ryan and listened oh, to yeah. Reed Fisher, and I had every Tom, Dick, and Harry, and Ryan wanting to know. You're six seven. Yeah, you kind of don't. You kind of. You stay look out. like a professional football player. Okay, you're gonna well, get attention. Okay. <laughs> right, but I was wearing shit that I didn't. Th- Whatever. Anyway, moving so, on. I yeah, digress. So I, Maybe that was a bad. Yeah, it was a bad example. Yeah, that was a bad so example. I, uh, if you were if you were five five and dressed like that, nobody yeah, look. Nobody at you. would even. Fuck nobody get fucked. Yeah, you're right. You're you you look. All right. Somebody told me this not long ago. There are certain people when they walk in a room, you might not know anything about them, but you think that they're something. Not that they are, mm-hmm. but you think that they're something. You, I could see you walking into a room where nobody knew you. The way that you carry yourself, the good dude that you are, your size, I can see people being like, "That guy's got to be in the NFL." Like that, that guy's got to be an offensive lineman. It's just the way that some people carry themselves and the way they look. But I you're, played for Blackley County. You're so. an atten- you're an attention grabber. It don't matter. You lie a little bit. I mean, you can't now. Yeah. I always said I was the place. Kid. I'm on the practice squad. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it's funny you talk about fashion and things that 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 stick out to people. I mean, I grew up rodeoing and riding horses and all. You know, and I wore Wranglers and boots yeah. every day. Cowboy hats. And, I already can see that you wore Wranglers today. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you for that. I did notice. But I think Josh. Every time I do this podcast, we got on the same fucking pair of jeans. I got like this. All I wear is the Wrangler retros or the Levi. The one pair that I got. Yeah, the Levi's. Anyways, so like I I, I dress like a cowboy a lot mm-hmm. of times, and you got to be careful at the places that you go like that because you you draw too much attention. That's the last thing I want. I don't want to go somewhere and like people ogle over shit like that. We'll swap. No, I don't. your size. <laughs> yeah, because every Deal. time I go to a bar, so he'll two be, inches taller, y'all wouldn't fucking know me. Point to prove. Hey, dude, I said it fucking. There. If I was six foot tall, so would. <laughs> yeah, so would. I'm smashing. I've got. I'm telling you, I've got like eight kids. I'm six foot tall. Listen, I realized a long time ago that I have more confidence than you probably should need. So if yeah. I was about two or three inches taller, y'all wouldn't have fucking know me. I'm insecure. I, I'm insecure every time I go out until. I hit this certain level of alcohol. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Like I'm insecure I'm every, day, every day of my fucking life until, and if I'm not drinking, I've got to be to where, I don't know, just the vibe hits or whatever, but usually it's alcohol. Yeah. Like, and then all yeah. of a sudden this is like, I don't care what none of these fucking people think. Yeah, and like my insecurities just fucking melt away. Why do you think I drink so much? I feel the same way. 
absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm always like, do you have do, do y'all have like a lot of styles? Styles? Like you go through different phases where you're like I don't feel like fucking being that guy today. I'm gonna be this other guy. I think my clothes are so fucking out there for the majority of shit that I've got. Like right now, I've got a fucking I got Wranglers on and cowboy boots, and I got a fucking simply Southern Hawaiian style shirt on. I fucking love that shirt, dude. Thank you. Looks like some shit that Screech Powers would have worn. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I'm comfortable. I like it. I guess I don't. I don't think that I ever changed. I think I used to have like, okay, I'm going to a country bar. I got to wear country style shit. Or there used to be a rap bar <laughs> yeah. that I used to like to go to. I'm, like, I'm putting my Jordans on today. Mm-mm. And now it's like, I don't give a fuck if I go to the opposite one no, of those, yeah. and I want to wear what the fuck I want to. Yeah. I don't think my style changes now. I, yeah, I have, I have a lot of different personalities inside. What's me, your style, there? <laughs> Big fella, whatever fits. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. And and that'll do it. it. So here lately, it's been Duluth trading because they fit. If pants fit, they just have good here. commercials. So this is cool. I like I like shit you can use. I, if I can't use something, you like I'm not going to buy. Yeah. No, this bitch has got a pocket for knee pads. Of course oh, it okay. does. See, well, I'm, not I'm sure Gypsy could use those. I've never used them. But <laughs> if I had knee pads, I'll put some in there because I'm always. Wait, hold on. You like it because it has a place for knee pads. Man, I was excited for him to finish the pads. sentence. Yeah. Well, from a non-sexual standpoint, well, I'm not talking about I work you on the rail. I work on the railroad tracks, yeah. so I'm having to bend down and get on my knees and like yeah. work on switches and Choo-choo, shit. Choo-choo, motherfucker! And it would be really nice to have a set of knee pads. Okay. I know to get you for Christmas. Fucking pounds. It hurts. Those remind me. Those remind me. You know what we wore in the military. They had those. They had the same. Until you said that though, I want to give y'all a a picture in my like because y'all can't see this. Until you said that, I thought those were breakaway capris. No, oh no, I hadn't seen those since I was (laughs) in middle school. I thought that's what it was. Those those would have zippers. Boy, because I know he don't listen to this show. You remember Corey Hill? Yeah. Remember those? He wore Jinkos. Damn. Let me How tell far you. back are we going? Dude, everywhere that <laughs> I've ever... You have a ever, chain wallet, too? <laughs> everywhere I've ever been with this man in my life. He used to be our DD all the fucking time. He would wear shorts that were made... He's shorter than me, or my height. And he would wear shorts that was made for Shaquille O'Neal. Fuck That's no. how long I they were. I can't do that. That's how... Um, dude, capris. My shorts go... a. Way above the knee, and I'm not talking like. Oh, I like the short shorts. If they're gonna be shorts, I, that's what they're called. Shorts. I asked shorts. Gypsy yesterday. I asked Gypsy. I was showing her some shorts. Rihanna has a uh, uh, like an underwear company for like men and women or whatever, and they've got like these fucking five inch inseam, silky fucking like either you can wear them as boxers or you can wear them as like sleeping shorts or whatever. And I was like, are these gay? And I was like, no, you I'm like gonna or- I'm going to order a fucking set of them. They look so comfortable. So that's I just the told them to buy them. Somebody, I had one pair of, I can't even remember the, the company or the brand, but there was like a pocket for the all the junk to sit in. Duluth. No, but uh. it, it was, Duluth was like, to me, it's more functional. That makes sense for on-the-job activity. These were like, Josh was talking like silky, kind of like. Yeah. But they had like a little pocket where everything just sat in there nice, like on shelf, like, and it was like, I feel so free. Talking about your nuts and everything, yeah, all on? of it. Yeah, oh, it had like the built-in banana hammock. Yeah, but, but oh, I know what you're talking about. I've got a pair. It it's almost like, dude, they're cool. If they're compression style shorts, but where your dick goes and balls, it's a little bit looser and it's like cupped. 
Yeah, there was like another Boy, layer. Yeah, it's like another layer yeah, of fabric yeah. that's like a hammock. Yeah, I've right? got a couple. I've got a couple. So you got to be careful ones. wearing them, motherfuckers, because if you wear those in a pair of, of uh, like gray yeah, you sweatpants, can't, you can't wear dick. You ain't like, going you home anytime soon. Yeah. Do y'all pay attention? Just don't wear any underwear. It's great. Yeah. Do y'all pay attention to your underwear? Yeah, you should. Yeah, I have to. Like, I mean, it's very important. Well, I don't. So I wash them. <laughs> I'm shocked. That's called married life. Well, I mean, I don't. I, I, I really don't. I, 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 I. We know what you get for every Christmas and holiday. Well, I asked for it. Socks and underwear. Yeah. Well, that's you ain't buying the right stuff. You gotta buy it every year. You ain't buying the right stuff. Well, there's nothing worse than waking up, go to work, you put your socks on, your big toe comes out the other end. Yeah. yeah. No, you, you, know, you I can't buy this stuff. That shit happens to me at least once a week, every year. Yeah. My big toe will come out the other end of my sock, and <laughs> it's. I had some I of those have, cheap through the loom boxer briefs one time, yeah. and so you know you got the you got the slit in the in the front where it's like overlapped, yeah. the fabric's overlapped, right? But in in these fruit of the looms, it was like barely overlapped. Shit would just come out. Just I wish Max husband used to have that problem. I wish we dick, were he'd be having, like laying on the couch, and the dick would just be hanging. I out. I wish like, oh, we were having this so conversation tomorrow with Dustin here in here. Oh, he, I can't wait to see that. Because he's got us all beat. You know what he wears, and like I've, I've already Tiny talked whities? about. I've already talked to him about this on the show. Don't? Dustin wears bikini cut underwear. Okay. And the first time that you see him wearing them, <laughs> you question it. Like, you're like, what the <laughs> fuck do you have on? And then he tells the story about how he was hunting this one time and he, he didn't pack any underwear. So he had to go to the dollar store and he bought bikini cut on accident. And comes back and puts them on. Ever since he's been in fucking love with them, hey, I really almost up. did. It's a, it's a, it's an addicting kind of thing. So I buy used underwear to two sizes feeling. too big to go hunting in. What? I buy Why? the biggest, longest underwear I can get. Uh, Why? Yeah, go. I you mean, said two sizes. Would you rather cut your shirt sleeve off? Yeah, oh, would okay. you rather right. cut yeah. some of your underwear off the wall? I'd rather just bring toilet paper with me. Oh, yeah. I you said yeah, to go right. hunting with. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Uh, or you could just take shit paper. <laughs> you could, but yeah, I don't think that far ahead. I'm a man. <laughs> you don't keep a roll of shit paper with you at all times. No. Time out, y'all don't. I y'all do. don't plot y'all schedule out around shitting. Like shouting you shit before you go. I shit okay, before I go everywhere. Okay, some of us can't handle when we're gonna shit. We just no, never no, no, know. I'm it's just gonna you, happen. I have. I cannot tell you the last time I shit in public. What? I don't think I don't think in years I have oh shit in God. public. Hey man, the army I, sh- teach, I, I shit in the middle of the floor shit. right now. Don't bother me. Uh, I do. I shit. I will. <laughs> I ta- would pay money to see that. Uh, I much? take my time <laughs> before I go out somewhere because I'm dropping heat before. So I here's go the out. deal, though, and I, and I don't know how weird we're getting today, but I will shit with the door open. Me too. I don't care. I don't because it's gross to me. Um, but listen, there is a very mm-hmm. like personal thing about wiping. I don't know what it is. You're awkward. Don't make eye contact in front of people. Don't make eye contact. I got, That's I got, it. I got you beat. So like, I've had to. I was locked up earlier when I, or like when I was younger, right? I used to wait, and I've made it to where my shit schedule was after everyone else went to sleep in the dorms or whatever. I would wait till like two, three o'clock in the morning, just so I had to bathroom to myself because I don't take quiet shits. Like I, like I need, I need my space. And I need to just sit there and just think about what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> it's like you time out. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, that's like, the one I... thing I'm not willing to share. I'm sorry. I it, it I, I've been married for how many years? You say? It's, I'm terrible. It's twenty. You're at least seven. You're at least seven. Eight, eight, eight years. Seven or eight. Yeah. Eight, so, 
that's me. That, that that door shut, doors locked. Don't fuck with me. I'm sorry. Oh no. I see I, if I'm dating, if I'm dating somebody and I've been dating for a long time, I want you to talk to me about shit. Nope. I would totally talk to me about shit. Like shitting yeah. doesn't bother me. It yeah. does make that's But it takes up pee. so much. But if time. if you were like a person that I knew and you were like, Man, I really don't want but I'm gonna totally come in and shit while you're in the bathroom. Hey man, you, you don't know friends so I'll lock the door until you shit then. next to I mean, each I, other. I, I don't know. I, that's I feel like that's oh, a no, personal thing. I will not no, no. Around my friends, I don't trust my friends enough to to shit around my friends. Yeah. I got too many traumatic I would moments not video when I was a child of my of us fucking with each other. I yeah. Fuck with you. I don't trust I don't no, no, no. Absolutely well I had not. to endure working on the road for multiple years in an eight-man camp car at 40 foot long eight men shared two toilets and two showers yeah mm. so there was no privacy and now that i have my own house i'm a big boy now if i want to go if i've got the shit i'm it's me just me by myself don't fuck with me if you want to stand on the other side of the door and talk that's fine ain't nobody gonna be in there with me I've done that shit for too long. That that See, is you me. of all people. I'm just surprised that nope. Don't want. I, don't, that, that, I feel like there is just some parts of uh, there's just some things that a man does or a woman that they should be entitled to have by themselves. And to I, me, shitting is one of yeah. them. Yeah, I get it. I don't know how we got on the topic, but listen, I've shit in a lot of places. The weirdest place to shit is a porter potty. I not will not use a fucking porter potty. A porter potty because in like the Middle East. Or wherever you, you are, have a choice. because they don't have plumbing, they don't have toilets, they don't yeah. understand how to sit down on something and shit. They have to literally squat. So what they'll do is they'll go in these porta potties, and they will stand on top of the toilet, squat down, and shit everywhere. Ew, yeah. And you go in there one time, and you go, you know what? I don't have to. I don't have to do anything. I'm just gonna leave. You don't have to shit anymore. I'll just go outside. Whole another reason why we just ought to bomb the whole goddamn area. Well, it's a lithium mine. Goddamn now. shitting camel jockeys. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a lithium mine now. There's really nothing to shit. We're going straight to hell. All right, this one's done. Uh, <laughs> you hey, said it that time. Check. I fuck it. I've made you jokes on here before. It'd be okay. You know, we didn't really talk about the whole selfish thing very long. It was very selfish of us it was to get very off subject. selfish. Fuck them. Well, you know well nobody bit. Nobody, nobody bit on us. I was like, fuck it. We'll just talk about shit. The only thing I'll say, man, is... Keep your circle small. There's a, there's a difference between good time and buddies and real buddies. Yep. Well, and, and you've seen my circle. Yeah. You know how small my Yours circle is. is. Small. I do not invite nobody over to my house that I will not trust to live in my house. Yeah. Right. And that's Ooh, why I, I like keep that. that many people that come I to my like house. that, yeah. dude. Just, I, I, if I don't invite you to my house, you shouldn't yeah. take it personal. It doesn't mean I think you're a bad person. I don't have room for more people. Well, you, yeah. you're actually, and I know I haven't been over there as much as I needed to be or as much as you invited me. You're one of the few people's house I actually go to. I'll go to yours. I'll go to Eddie's, uh, Chris's, I, Trent, Trent's. I'll go to his. That's about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to a lot of people's houses. I don't. I'm weird about that. I'll go to yours too, but you never invited me. But no. like, huh. yeah, I just I'm weird about that. I talk to the same three or four people every week. Yeah, that's it. That is it. I wish that people talk about I don't like even circles. Talk to very many friends. people at all. Yeah. I mean, I've got three or four buddies that I'll talk to on a weekly basis. That is it. There's a bunch of friends I got. I got a bunch. I don't of call friends. them friends anymore. I call them acquaintances yeah. now. Yep. Well, I don't know. I think that you talk about circles of friends is it's like a target. You know how there's like rings, and each ring is a different value, right? Yeah. So your tight group that you 
your friends that you trust right there in the bullseye, right? It's 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 small. It's like two or three people, right? Yeah. And then each each run that you go out is different levels of acquaintance and friends to me. I think I made the mistake being younger, thinking my drinking buddies were my close friends, like pe- people that I just would get together with and get fucked up with. I think I made the mistake for a long time, and I'm not even gonna blame it on them. I think that I put too much into our rela- like I thought more of our relationship than them, and I got mad when they wouldn't put in the same effort. So, like, if I called yeah. Neil, Neil would be there for me. You'd be there for me. Gypsy would. Got several other friends that would. But I would call, like, a, a drinking buddy and be like, hey, I need some help. And they'd just be like, I'm, I, I can't. Hmm. And be like, oh, okay, so this is my fault now because I, I thought we were homies. <laughs> I would just yeah. want to do that experience. Yeah. I mean, I, got, I, I got thought you were going to be honest with me. Oh, look at that. You weren't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got family yeah. that aren't even in the friend circle. I don't oh, have family. Fam- family. They're the worst. Yeah. I got I got yeah. one cousin, Justin, that I would consider him. The rest of the rest of my fucking. I try not yeah. to hang out with people that. I'm gonna say. Let me say this so it don't make me sound like a mooch. I I try not to hang out with people that I will not better from being around. Yes. Not monetarily. Just I don't want to hang out with somebody that's gonna make me have bad habits. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to I try to be around people that give me good ideas or give me good. Um, I want to hang out with people that inspire me too. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Right. It's I don't just, give a shit about that. If you're if you're living your life and I I like the way you're doing your your shit. If mm-hmm. I'm if I'm learning good habits from you, then I want to be around right. you. People in high school, it just so happens in high school, your high school buddies, nine times out of ten. It ain't gonna be like that. You, you grow apart. Everybody. Yeah. Well, you, know, you said something that I, I. It's been in the back of my head ever since you said it about the be a married thing. Yeah. You know, get people that get married young. Yeah. You know you, you get married young. Yeah. You think you got it going on, and then the older you get, the more you're. Um, well, you don't know who you are yet. Right. And that's my that's my thing where I never wanted to get married Your young. And it, yeah, exactly. Those are the marriages that are just doomed. Yeah. If you get married young, how do you make a commitment to someone for the rest of your life when you don't even know who you are yet? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know who I wanted to be till I was damn near 30. Yeah. If I would have married somebody at 20, they would have been marrying a piece of shit, somebody who had nothing going for them. And, like, I would have been locked into that life. I would have never got to grow. I would have never got to become the person I am today. I would have missed out a lot of opportunities because of that marriage. And and it's not just you. The person that you're marrying, they're missing out on a lot, too. It's both. Because where we're from, you're taught, hey, you just got out of high school. Get fucking married once you get a job and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, because how many people can honestly say their priorities were the same at 20 as they are at 30? Mine aren't the same as it was three fucking years yeah. ago. I mean, everybody's priorities change. Hell no. Yeah. And, and like, I don't knock people... That get me if you're if you get married and you're happy, fuck yeah, be happy. Right. Like, I'm not telling you, but I think that's why divorce is so fucking high. Is you make that commitment, <laughs> you've been divorced three times. Three times. Yeah. It's just pressure. Yeah, it is. It's it, oh, it's just to... an outside pressure yeah. to fit into the peg. Like yeah. you, you yeah. have to fit into the shape that you. That's what you're supposed to be as an American. You're supposed to get out of school, that, go to college, get married. Have See, a that's, house, that's have another kids, that's another you, problem dude, that I life's have. Life's over. That's it. You did it. That's another problem that I have with a lot of folks too, is when people start start talking about like fitting in. 
I don't think anybody's supposed to fit into anything. I, I think you're supposed to make your own fucking box. I'm supposed to make my own fucking hole. And that for box my can change anytime. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I have a lot of different personalities. I don't even know who I am no, on a certain no. day. Yeah. So fuck, how am I supposed I, to you. know who you need me to be? There's right. times I wake up and I fucking hate me. Oh. Uh, yeah, there's times I, I wake we up. We all wake up some days like yeah, that. And it's just like, how right now would I expect someone to understand everything about me? Or like, but also, you can't even explain it to yourself. Yeah, I don't have yeah. to, but that's the good part. Yeah. I don't have to explain it to anybody. Right. And I think that's where like a lot of people get tripped up or whatever. You sp- if you spend half your life explaining why you are, who you are, and the mood you're in to folks, you kind of forget to live. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing that's, they say it's addicting, but it's really habits, is, is living alone. When you live alone, man. Oh, dude, I'm it's, right, it's, right And you now. realize some shit about yourself that you did not know, and then you yep. realize that you don't want to be around certain things anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, but if yeah. you're married or you're in a relationship, you live with somebody, there's no way out of it. Nope. And you want to know why depression is so crazy or suicide rate is so high? Because people are having to be what they don't want to be all yeah, the time. All the like time. You literally can't turn it off. If you turn it off and you fire somebody's emoji, you put a fire emoji on somebody's thing. <laughs> That's what happens, man. You're like, fuck, I thought I liked that. Well, you're not allowed to. Oh, fuck. When people, when people realize it's actually okay. You know why I like the fucking alphabet community? Is I like, I like the fucking ones who realize that it's okay to be yourself. Yes. I I can respect that because of G's. Yeah, I I think that everybody is just supposed to find their selves and be happy with and content with being who you are. If you want to work a fucking nine to five and that makes you happy, yeah, fucking I love you for that. If you want to fucking reach for the stars and don't give a fuck if you go broke doing it and you fail and make yourself like an asshole, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with both ends of the spectrum on it as long as you are happy. With who you are every day, and I think I think there's so Man, many it took people me, that it took me all the way that. to the point in my life, like it took my whole life to figure that out. Yeah, you had to fuck you have to fuck a lot of stuff up to oh, figure that you out. Have, yeah, well, you, you know, have to screw you, up a you'll lot. You'll know it, you know. And I said it a thousand times on the show, but it's literally something stupid that I live by. Uh, you're gonna know it, so I'm not gonna ask you, Gypsy. Do you know why 409 the spray bottle is called 409? No. Do y'all know? Tell them, Cam. It's literally the 409th experiment. They got it wrong 408 times. Oh, really? That's why it's called 409. Well, Jesus Christ, I'm ready for my break. I'm on 408. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, like, you're supposed to fail. Anything in life. Did you ever learn anything in life from actually getting it right? No, I always, always try it like four or five times wrong. before I yeah. fucking fuck it up. I've always learned bed. from getting shit wrong how to make the next step or the next time I do it better. Well, watching my stupid friends fuck it up, that, that yeah, definitely helped me. See, that'll... I'm not that smart. I have to fuck up on my own. It took me a long time to figure that oh, one yeah. out. I'm, I have to fuck, I, I, I have I'm to fuck up on my own. I have to my own before I realize, oh, I just watch it. Oh, yep, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned a lot that way, too. I yeah. have, I've had a lot of friends fuck it up. It takes a lot of maturity to reach that. I know what not to do. I always get surprised. I'm not going to say his name. I got a friend, Jack. yeah, Jack. I'm calling Jack. I got a friend that I just have adored since childhood that I love that'll never grow the fuck up. Yeah, that, that he's stuck and he's happy with nothing. I'm talking about but cutting people happy. off. I had to literally what? remove but a person happy. like that. Well, from he's my not life. happy. He just doesn't know a better way of life. Oh, okay. Uh, he, he dude's got to be miserable. I mean, there, there's no way this cat isn't fucking miserable. And I've learned. I shouldn't say I've learned. I have got more gas in my tank from watching him and realizing I don't want to be this way. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I've, I haven't learned a lot from my friends that have failed, but it showed me what I don't want. It showed me like, I'm not living that fucking life. I, I will go above and beyond. Or seeing like people that are miserable. I think that's why I've been married and divorced so many times because I've seen my parents. They've been married 50 years. Yeah. Fucking miserable. Oh, my mom and dad. Fucking I, miserable I, people. My mom and dad like, I love finally my mom this and dad. week. Finally this week got a divorce. Like this paper signed fucking finally. Gross. They my dad would, would be have so been so goddamn happy. Yeah. So fucking happy 30 fucking years ago. Yeah. If they had just went on separate ways. And who yeah. else, who else would have been happy? Quit in them. Huh? Who else would have been happy? We had would. they been happy? Yeah. Our, the that, kids would have been happy. And that's why why because of that stupid-ass pressure we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. It's because well, you're supposed to be good. Well, they used the excuse for the longest time. Happy kids come from a marriage. My parents no, used no, the excuse don't. for the longest time. Well, we've got too much in each other's name together. We've got land together. We Guess got a what? House. It takes it's about like, okay, a month to get it figured out. Start over. I had a woman. I had a woman. I had a woman on this show, and I cannot fucking remember who it was, but it was a while ago. Jane. It might have been back when I first started. <laughs> but she told me she was so fucking scared to get divorced. But she got to the point to where she's like, I'd rather be fucking broke. I'd rather live in a fucking cardboard box. I'd rather than live another fucking day like this. And she said that after she got divorced, she left her husband. She was broke as fuck for a long time. Oh, and yeah. it's the happiest she had ever been. Think I mean, back to your happiest times. For sure. Honestly, my, think back to your happiest times. Okay, mine would definitely be after an abusive relationship, oh. my last marriage. I was dead broke. Yeah, exactly. I was dead broke. Hey, what, I had nothing. More nothing. money, more problems. I don't care what they fucking dead say. Dead broke. Let's talk about noodles. I mean, I like, having, yeah. I, I like having some of them food. fucking problems, yeah. but it's the truth. I'll tear yeah. up some ramen noodles in a heartbeat. I will. I done fucked But the happiest time was when I realized I got out of that. Yeah. That I was like, I'm sitting here with nothing. Yeah. But in my car, that's all I have. It's all well, it's, it's, it's peace. That's what you're giving up a lot. You might be giving up monetary stuff and all this other stuff, but you're gaining it's just peace. Stuff. No price on that one. Yeah, you can't you can't fucking put. Hey, right, look, when those arguments stop, or better yet, like somebody's been in like my position with some people. Neil knows more about it than anybody, but like not arguing with somebody. It's freeing. Not having to bitch. There's a price that you'll have to pay for shit. But not arguing with somebody every fucking, fucking moment of your life adds years to your life. Or Man. just walk, or just sit in the house and they walk in and you go, okay, what mood am I going to be in today? Right. Oh, Do I have to nothing. walk on eggshells today? Or yeah, I'll tell you this, and I hadn't had to live it very long. I could not be in a marriage or living with somebody and it was cold every day you walked in. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Like it's icy from that person. Yeah. Like. And it's not even just them sometimes. Sometimes it's you being that way towards them. I can't. I wouldn't want to fucking do that. I Hit me with a truck. Yep. That shit with me having to do it for the, the time that I had to was rough. But I will say, normal marriage is not all, it's not all rainbows and stuff. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't imagine it would be. You're, you're never always going to agree. Yeah. Ever. You're never going to always agree. You're going to get older, your priorities are going to change, and you're going to see the world in different ways, the way things should be. But what matters is is whether or not you can work through it and grow old and, and, and figure out a way to meet in the middle. Because you're never going to meet somebody that agrees with everything you say. It'd be boring if you did. Well, let me ask you, because you're, you, you're still married, and everybody in here, have you, you're married, or you have been. Um, gypsy. 
Uh, let me ask you, where's the line? Because I've never been married. Where's the line? Uh, I get, we'll call it the happiness line, I guess. And how you were just saying, like, you're not going to agree with somebody. I wouldn't imagine you would. I fucking, you, you, you can't. My line, Where's the line? My line would come to the betterment of my child. If, 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 if my marriage started to bring my child down and it's, it's, it's making him, it, it's, it's being hard on him that me and his mother are together and it's affecting him, that's where I draw the line. That's I, a I would line. agree. That's a great I would line. agree with put, him on that I one. I put my happiness at the bottom yeah. below my child. My child is should. the most important As thing in should. the world. I'll swallow ten tons of shit if it means that it makes them happy. Yeah, and and that's 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 what I, I mean. That I you know I kill the motherfucker over my yeah. kids. I don't know how to put it. No, no, I but get trust my, me. I my happiness. I, I I swallow a lot of things. There's some things that bother me. Some things that goes great. Whatever. At the end of the day, if 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 my child's happy, healthy, and and everything's going good with him, then then that's the most important part to me. It's not to say that. That should be the most important part to everybody, but that's my. That's line. a good, a pretty good fucking line though for everybody. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that answer from you. That's a very mature, very good answer. Well, he didn't ask to be here. Yeah, two consenting adults brought him here. It's our responsibility to give him the best life, better than what we had. Yeah, and that means swallowing shit, right? That means we. It's our responsibility. To give him a better life and give him the life he deserves, because he didn't ask to fucking be here. You're a wise man. He's a good. I told you, Neil. Neil's one of those. I'm telling you, she sneaks up get, on I, you. I don't get. I'm telling you, I don't get to see him as much as uh, I fucking like to. Mm -hmm. He's one of those. He's he's a real motherfucker. Ten yeah. points to Gryffindor. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> all right, all right. We getting out of here. Uh, was this was the fourth day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like Star Wars. What the fuck did you call me? Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the houses in Star Trek. It's fucking Harry Potter. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Yeah, I know you didn't. That's why I do it. Dude, I kept smoking <laughs> in the bandit on reruns. You look like it. I used to be a damn... I used to be the, the, the bandit fan until mm. I got older, and now I watch it for Buford T. It's true. When I was younger, I, when I was younger, I used to love the bandit, but now I watch it for Buford. I want a Diablo sandwich and Dr. Pepper <laughs> in a <the> goddamn hurry. <laughs> it's funny how the older we get, our characters that we used to like, you're like, I don't like that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I like the other one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like the bad guy. Yeah, when, he told, like, when he told yeah. his son he wished his goddamn head was in the hat, I, yeah. I, I, I get it. I feel it when now. When I get home, I'm going to punch your mama right <laughs> in the mouth. There is no way, no way you came from my loins. Uh, All right. All right, fourth day of Christmas over with out of the 12 days coming up. Uh, I want to get y'all two back when we do, like, the actual Christmas special, if y'all can come in. We're going to have a lot of folks. Matthew, uh, just a lot of folks. It's going to be kind of weird how I do it this year, but um, just anybody that's been part of the show this year, this family now. Um, Gypsy, I'm going to try to record it while you're still here, actually, um, and just air it later. Okay. So, uh I just appreciate y'all coming and being part of the show and fucking hanging out with me for a little bit. And throughout the rest of your – Neil, you've been on a couple episodes this year. And before, you've been on a lot. Uh, Cam, you've been on a couple now. Gypsy, you've been on a fucking lot, it seems like, lately. So, just appreciate y'all taking time. Well, thanks for having me. Thank and you. by the way, thank you once again to uh, – I got to say them again because I feel fucking wonderful. I actually it. do, too. Besides, I can't quit pissing. 
I'm telling you, like everything. Did that B12 shot like make your pee red? No, but it made it stink. That's that, that might be the chlamydia. Um, I don't have chlamydia. <laughs> no, I didn't say you. I said me. Oh, yeah. Definitely you probably too. <laughs> De- definitely. De- definitely getting it before the end of the year. Uh, anyway, all right. Thank you again to Live Alive and Well Hydration. They'll be on the show tomorrow to explain to you why you need what me and Gypsy received today. Uh, thank you all to Jason and, um, and Justin. We'll see y'all tomorrow. And thank y'all for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast. We'll catch you next time.